This is... The Nomad Podcast. It's party time! What's going on, guys? Welcome back to the show. How's about that new intro? Um, I know I'm a big fucking fan, so I certainly hope you guys are. But I am joined again by the super, incredibly sexy, gorgeous Kandu. What's up? (laughs) Kandu, as always, is back on the show. And we are also joined by Soap and Oracle. Introduce yourself, girls. Hello. Hey. <laughs> We're doing great already. I feel like our Nomad ASMR videos are going to go better with you guys on it. Or off of it. But uh, You got a the... bunch of recordings from me one time. Yeah, but I didn't tell you about those. <laughs> this is what her feet sound like. Um, so for anybody that doesn't know, Soap, go ahead and introduce yourself. Who are you on the team? What do you mean? Who am I on the team? I'm <laughs> Soap. What's your name? What's Karen. Your name? She's... Na- my name is Soap. I'm number two. <laughs> she keeps shit clean, son. <laughs> my actual name isn't Soap. <laughs> okay, but what's your what's your social insurance number, though? Yeah. Two. On to Oracle. Oracle, tell us. This is your first time on the show. Yeah. Yay. Yay. Glad hey, to be here, friends. Celebration, guys. We'll crack a beer to you. Mm. Cheers, guys. Sounds nice. Cheers. Cheers. So, yeah. We all, I was just, was everyone watching each other? Yeah, for we're Buffalo? all checking yeah. each other for Buffalo. Well, always. <laughs> so, Teresa, Oracle, first time on yeah. the show, OG member of Nomad. Yeah. That's funny because this has been a podcast for like almost three years now. So, Welcome. Uh, no, it hasn't. <laughs> yes. <Yeah. laughs> I'm, I'm not a good member of this team. <laughs> no. We, uh, last episode, we posted an appreciation episode of Kandu and I talking about. Just how we're going to start a podcast. The first episode. It's not, it's two years right now, but it's almost three years. It's coming up on three years. Dang. Wow. That's crazy stuff. And we're doing great. (laughs) We're all still here. (laughs) Teresa listens to every episode. Every week? How often do we come? (laughs) Oh, God. Very, very supportive wife. uh, Every other Monday. Sunday. <laughs> I'm in Sometimes Sunday. Tuesday or Wednesday. <laughs> so you guys are the now proudly married couple. We've talked about that a few times with Candy. Yeah. How'd that go? How's as, your, as how'd knows? it go? How's it going so far? I think that's what people want to know. Um, like nothing has honestly changed. Um, my grandma told me that we weren't living in sin anymore, so that was good. <laughs> that Other good. than that, like we already we've been living together for four years. Like, yeah, I have a fancy ring now. That's good. <laughs> Yeah, my ring's getting fucked up day by day. Yeah, so I've been there nice. the whole journey. I've been mm-hmm. there the whole time. Yeah, right from the get-go, man. Right, yeah. right from the first date. Are we allowed to talk about that? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> it, wasn't, it wasn't the first date. It, whatever. It was close. First date the with first, Mitch. Yeah. Close enough. Like, Who was, was the first bumping the table? Oh, sorry, it's me. Teresa. Um, I don't have the sweet uh, sound-canceling stuff, so we're doing, we're doing this old school. We're using the old setup of mic in the new studio if you want to call it that um but we don't have the sweet soundboard and heavy here to bring stuff up for us so uh kicking it old school which is very fitting so we're bringing on some old school members yeah <laughs> but uh cool. recently a commander of a black cell game for your first time yeah it was actually i realized it afterwards it was actually my first black cell game what really name a black cell game i played guys 
I've never played Narco. Well, not Boys I, Weekend. Yeah. Boys Weekend, so I wasn't actually allowed to play Narco. And I didn't play Dark Zone last year. Hmm, fair. So I didn't realize it until I was in the middle of it. I was like, oh, of course, and I should you, remember. You it's the Black Cell game. I was like, wait a minute. I've never actually played a Black that Cell would game. Ex- that would explain so much of like, oh, I just realized that I can run the game now. Like, yeah. Like the whole patch thing that you were just talking about a few minutes yeah. ago. I kept forgetting it was because a Black Because I was like, game. yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, call them and get patches going or whatever. Yeah. Hmm. Well, that was, huh. that's also your first Black game as well, right? So <clears throat> Yeah. This is your second Milsom ever. ever. Second Milsom ever. And you know what? You didn't smack your head this time. That's I, true. I stared that box <laughs> down. We were, uh, we were at the, the helicopter area, and I was like, hey, Karen, does that box look familiar? All I get is a, yep. I was like, Another fuck girl yeah. actually on our team did have a head wound, and <gasps> I saw her come in, and I was like, oh, no, it's Karen all over again. But she she had just gotten shot in the forehead, like, just from close quarters. Yeah. And so, but it was the, like, exact same spot, middle of the forehead. I was like, oh, no, I was getting flashbacks to you. <laughs> but she just had, like, a big old goose egg and, like, a little dent in her forehead. I still, a little, a I little can't rhino horn. the pictures that got captured after that moment. I'm just waiting. I'm surprised the pictures for that aren't out yet. They're from Katie, and Katie's been having some... Oh, I didn't realize that. I begged Katie to take photos, because I'm watching this, I'm like, I can't grab my phone out right now. There's nothing like photographic evidence of a tragedy. Yeah. yeah. There's just nothing like it. Yeah, I just want to see it. I want to see it. Well, when people post, like, this could happen to you if you're texting and driving. It's like, I don't want to well, just hear about it. I want to see photos of well, that so car being people, a sandwich. Yeah, so many people, when a, like, a tragedy happens, they're like, don't take pictures. That's insensitive. No, it But ain't. like, for me, I knew that you would want pictures. Oh, I want to like, see I it. I knew that you would want to see how messed up you uh, were. Right? I was just like, Katie, trust me. She wants, she wants photos. Oh, yeah. We need this. Yeah. Everyone's, even when we went up, when they're like, you have to go to the hospital. They're like, oh, you're going to go home. I'm like. No, I'm not. <laughs> I'm still waiting for those to come in so that way I can up your uh, subscription for OnlyFans. That I know. Uh, I'm going to make a killing. <laughs> but photos and head wounds. Where's that? <laughs> is that a kink? Is that a kink we can make up? Feet pics and forehead gashes. That's all you nice. need. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this, this is a child's podcast, Teresa. Yeah, this is family friendly, you fool. <laughs> Um, speaking of family friendly, it's funny how on the end of, I guess, the first podcast, but the last podcast we post, yeah. it's like right at the very end, I'm like, are we trying not, are we trying not to say the F word? Yeah. <laughs> like, I was trying not to. I'm like, ah, fuck it. Oh, <laughs> oh okay. Uh, so it's funny to see now we're talking about OnlyFans and feet and head wounds and stuff. But, uh, so we have two completely opposite ends of the spectrum, female airsofters today. Um, mm. So before we get too, too far into it, um, what was it like commanding as a female? That's Did, such a stupid question. It wasn't? That's is so it? sexist. Well, I'm I know sorry. It's, I, I just, hate that question. Because... I like, Did you have anyone be a dink about it? No, not at all. I had no, a couple okay. people afterwards that, like, I think they meant it sincerely, but they said, you know what? Like, you actually did a really good job. And I was like... Actually? Were you expecting me to be shit? I think that also it helped the fact that everyone 
knows me, right? Like the people that we were playing with, a lot of the teams we played with, I played with these guys for three or four years, mm -hmm. right? So everyone knows me and everyone knows that I'm the bossy one anyways. So they're like, yeah, no, that's cool. Let T do bossy. what she wants. You're the boss, honey, not bossy. I yeah. did have somebody, I don't, I, I don't know who they were at one point, but we had um, a squad and they kind of forgot the challenge codes uh, because it's and Milsom and that's what happens. But so they went to challenge another squad to mm -hmm. find out who they were. And they're like, we're right Rhino. And they're like, you need to prove that, buddy. And they're like, our commander's T. And they're like, you're going to need to do more. And they're like, she's small and bossy. And they're like, yeah, that's T. <laughs> and then they let them go through. And I don't know who it was that like let that happen. That's awesome. But it, apparently it wasn't any of our guys. So, so someone knows me. A quick note to anyone listening, if you know who they are or if it is you... Give us a comment and a like and a share. <laughs> that, was a, that, that was a great little plug. Thank you. I, I want to shout out to, I don't know anything about her, but her name was Patricia. And she, I think she was the one who got shot in the head, but she. Was that the one we talked to at the game brief? No, this girl, I told everyone that my number one mission for the game was I wanted everyone to bring as much Shaytag to me as they possibly could. And friggin' nobody did. Except this girl, Patricia. Every time I saw her, she had, like, armfuls of Shaytag. She's like, I found you stuff. She found me the ammo crate for the other team. She found me, like, two or three of those laptop caches without having the laptops. Like, she just found them in the field. Damn. Um, and she just kept bringing them back to me. She's like, here, I found this. And she found stuff that was from, like, games that weren't this game. And she's mm. like, this looks like a game item, but I didn't know, so I just brought it to you. And so she brought me so much stuff. It was awesome. That's kind of well, cool with Patricia, new you're people. awesome. Well, Good you job, go, Patricia. Patricia. You go, girl. Um, <laughs> so kind of like a two-sided thing. One, obviously, by my question, I meant what were other people's opinion. I know you've been leading this team like a boss <laughs> for fucking years. So I knew you would... It's, I think it's very different. The Like, it's different leading you guys by like organizing you guys and like making your calendars and shit and then actually being like the face of it those are very different roles and i found this one was a lot harder but did you find it incredibly easy considering the fact that every good team signs up under us oh absolutely <laughs> absolutely as soon as nightfall was over like a week or two after nightfall was over was when um mitch and matt from um Black Cell asked me to command with Brian and Brian and I immediately, we had just played Nightfall and we just played Nightfall with all these awesome teams. We reached out to every single team that we played with and we said, Hey, we're doing another game. You got to play with us. And everyone was like, yep, absolutely. Easy sell. Easy sell. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, and that's, I think a lot of the teams that <clears throat> signed up under, like basically signed up under Nomad. Like at the end of the day, it doesn't really make a difference if no. Caleb was commanding or you were or I was or anything. It's the teams that want to play or yeah. playing with us. And that's the joy of being like They want to play with us. you too. That's a thing. Yeah, right? that's the thing. Is people want to play with us. Even if we weren't commanding. If we had said we're going to be on White Rhino, we would have been able to come up with at least four or five other teams that would have wanted mm -hmm. to play with us just because they wanted to play with us. Well, I think oh, Hello, cat. cat jumping up. Um, every podcast, eh? Every Damn cat. Um, that's something kind of that a lot of the teams have been talking about too for next year is we are going to have to kind of all sit down and be like, okay, you guys play this side this yeah. year. We'll play this side. Because as much, it's been a great year. This is the only year where we've all got to play together. It's, yeah. it's always ended up being like, oh, fuck, we're playing against you or oh, like whatever. And then this year... We got to play together, and we realized real quick it's not nearly as fun as playing against each other. <laughs> it's it's definitely a different dynamic, mm -hmm. and it's 
you realize that there are established teams and there are not established teams. And when all the established teams are friends with each other and want to play together, it is a little less fun because you lose a bit of that competitiveness. Yeah. And like, there are some up and coming teams that are on green. Like, I know XOF is like, they were a super small team when we first heard they're about them, but they're based in Welland, aren't they? They're, yeah. they're all over. Like, I know Mike Work is from Toronto. I think they're mainly okay. in Welland. I know they play at DMZ and Wetlands, but uh, okay. they're a, they're on the rise. Uh, I see them doing super cool shit at DMZ for that um, that kid that uh, Chris Dodge and Brian gave a bunch of stuff to. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We gave him a couple things, His, uh, too. Yeah, there was a single mom. Or I don't want to assume. I, oh, I'm pretty I know, sure it was a I single mom. I, I thought I accidentally gave that kid my last bottle of BBs. Because I had a bunch of bought from uh, Mocha's store. And I was like, oh, I got thousands of BBs. I, I can give away a bottle, and I couldn't find another one. I was like, oh, no. oh shit. <laughs> I, uh, I had three more. We're good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was something really cool. Like, everyone kind of came. I ended up giving them a few mags and stuff like yeah. that. Um, but, uh, That's so where actually, they went to. <laughs> like, 40 fucking mags. You can't find them anywhere. Oh, I have one of yours in my bin, by the way. Sounds Brad right. has some, too. No, Brad gave me, me Mitch's. I find it funny that uh, I, I, I didn't, I didn't have my dump pouch on me. Uh, I find it funny that all the established teams are going tan because I feel like when we were first starting to play Milsoms, like green was kind of the cool side to be on, and like green was it's, also the it's winning whatever side. side Nomad's on, really. I think, but it really, like when we started, like green was kind of like the winning side. It was the much more serious side. They always got shit done, and then we came in and, and we kind of we made it a little bit more of a party side. So, but now when we made the switch to tan. I noticed that everyone else kind of Tan, also tan to needed tan. to loosen up too. You well, know? So tan did what, need to loosen up. What kind of happened there was Tan was a super uptight, we're multicam boys, yeah. hardcore. <laughs> and then what happened was a lot of teams, it just happened to be the year that we were starting out, we were going green, and we were going green at the time because the teams we knew were on green, like the Widowmakers at the time were a green team. Yeah. The like um, two teams there was that we an, knew. Yeah. So we were like, okay, well, we'll go. Green. I think it also had a lot to do with well, the no first one... color we picked as a team was Ranger Green. Yeah, yeah. Because well, that's like the easiest yet. color to find. Yeah, and we were so fresh. I think a lot of us already had a bunch of Ranger Green, so I was like, "Cool, that's, like, oh, that's oh, what we was. don't need oh, to yeah. buy." Everything. I didn't. I didn't want to have to buy new BDUs because I was like, "I already got some kick-ass green. I'm good." Well, that's well, Brian that's told exactly me we're not supposed to call them BDUs because they're not actually BDUs. Well, Brian, <laughs> well Brian just heard you mock the old man, so uh, cheers to the Nomad Podcast. You're never on the show again. Before we get too far away from it, we, uh, we didn't forget the bottle of whiskey oh. today. Thanks. Cheers, guys. Is Writer, Writer's Tears Copper Pot Irish Whiskey. It's distilled, matured, and bottled under Bond of Walsh Whiskey. Yes, I'm sorry. Um, you what? <laughs> Not that, you guys. Uh, Walsh whiskey. That's what Walsh. I said. Walsh. What is Walsh um, whiskey? Well, it's, it's from that. Walsh. <laughs> yeah. So this is another one from. Uh, I like it. The Bachelor. It is nice. It's, it's triple quite... distilled for extra smoothness. <clears throat> I really look forward like to seeing it. what Brad brings for the next episode. Because yeah, he, <laughs> he owes me like three or four bottles at this point. So yeah, everyone. Which I'm okay to like receive. So if you guys are looking for a. A little bit of a, I'd say it's a little bit of a more classy whiskey than... Uh, it's quite satisfying. I, I, I personally like am not a big whiskey fan, and I'm drinking this straight right now, and it's not bad. Yeah, like, it's, it's smooth. Really like, nice. it, it doesn't hurt me, which is always good. See, that's what I, that's what I look for in a whiskey. I want something to, like, I don't, I don't drink really? whiskey for the taste. That's, like, a second feeling. You want, you want something to hit you like daddy used to, you know? <laughs> <laughs> not me, my mom. Oh, yeah. 
What did my man? This thing is suffocating me. <laughs> um, well, hey. her. So the other day we're at family dinner, um, Thanksgiving because I have a family now. Um, nice. And Karen's dad comes out. Hey, Kuma. We got dogs walking through. Um, Karen's dad comes out and he's like. Do you, want, do you want some whiskey? Your choice. I'll, I'll bring out a couple. And he starts bringing out bottles of whiskey. Dang. Before mm. I even get a chance to say, he's like, this one. I was like, <laughs> okay. I was like, oh, that's scotch. He's like, no, it's not. I was like, no, that's fucking, that's scotch. Okay. Well, I'm not going to argue. He's, hey. His house, his bottle. His house. Well, he had like all these things in decanters too. And he's trying to pour the them. The decanters are like, tricky because you don't know, you don't remember yeah, what you pour That's in. why I wanted to put it back in the bottle. Unless he's, he's like, like yeah, blue we're going to drink this. I don't know what this is. Takes a sip. He goes. Nope, we're not drinking that. That's, That's Amaretto. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, so then he, he starts pouring me a thing, and there's two glasses beside it. Starts pouring me some. Pours, fills the cup. Like, it's a cup. It's not like a small whiskey he glass. He didn't like it's, it's a, He was like... He's like, mm, just fills it, and then he turns to her mom like, Catherine, Mitch, finish the bottle. Blame <laughs> <laughs> it on you. Yeah. Classic. Typical Mitch. Yeah, and he's like, would you look at that? <laughs> oh. But uh, before we get too far away from it, though, you brought up Shaytech a few times. I did. For anybody that it maybe hasn't been to Dark Zone. With no context, with I zero context, <laughs> Do you people bring me Shaytech memes. Explain what the game kind of was real quick, T. Do you want me to explain what the game was? Well, you were yeah. commanding. The game Mitch was, was just multifaceted. So. I am also flaccid. <laughs> oh my god! So there were nice. there were two major sides. Um, there was Legion, and there was the White Rhino Company, and we were White Rhino because we're awesome. And then there were three small ten-man factions. There was like a rogue squad, um, and there was DIA, and there was a division. And from what I understood, those three smaller factions, their job was to just annoy us, but also make deals with us. So I forgot as I was commanding that this was a Black Cell game, because I'd never actually played a Black Cell game. I'd only ever heard about them. But I forgot that this was very much a player, like the players determine the outcome of the game. So the object of the game was we were supposed to hold buildings, specifically the kitchen, where there was big hordes of Shaytech, which is Shaytech was kind of like a kill card in this. It was it was thing. the in-game currency. Yeah. In-game currency. So everyone had to have it on them. If you got shot, you had to drop yeah. it. But there was also stashes of it hidden over. And there were these giant boxes of it in the kitchen that we had to hold. And I felt so bad because I made guys hold the kitchen the entire game. And they were like and they would come back and they're like, hey, we were in the kitchen for four hours. And I was like, cool. Back to the kitchen. See you later. And I felt so bad. But you get so upset when I say that. Yeah. <laughs> um, tell, so, them, tell them to bring a sandwich back. So we had to hold time. that. And while that's happening, <laughs> Legion is attacking us. There are like other objectives that DIA and division agents are coming to us with um, that are just like little like fetch quests or like we had to escort people or we had to steal <laughs> things. Quests. Fetch quests. Yeah. How much Skyrim did you play this oh. year? Too much. You know what? I switched from Skyrim and I've been playing a lot of Far Cry mm. and it's still the same thing. Still fetch quests for days. Uh, but yeah. There's no way Skyrim's not coming out for the new gen of systems. Oh, they're doing I'm it again. There's ready no way for not. it. I'm so ready. I will replay Skyrim again and again. It doesn't matter. So, Anyways, back to with, the Black Cell games. You gotta talk about Skyrim any chance you oh, can. Sponsor always. us, Bethesda. Bethesda. Um, Shaytech in the game is basically like, uh, the whole game is based around like dirty bombs and there's chemical levels, like Nuclear, certain, area, where, yeah. warfare, certain, warfare. Area, certain areas of the field are like a level two, so you have to have a level two patch to go there. Level three is the highest. So the Shaytech's like, uh, there were glow sticks. Yeah. And that's what people have to carry around, which is kind of cool, because it's, it's so, primarily a night game. Yeah, so with the glow sticks, there was a small mix-up, 
So before the game, like pre-game, we had like a chat with um, all of the faction leaders and um, DIA and game control. And originally, some of our guys were talking about buying glow sticks. Some of the guys like to have glow sticks to put in areas and stuff. It's great for night. And game control told us that as long as they weren't white, buy whatever glow sticks you want. And then game control ordered their glow sticks, and on game day they discovered that they had ordered multicolored glow sticks. Uh. <laughs> and they had so they gave me a tube of like 150 glow sticks to pass out to my guys, and I started passing out to my guys, and my guys were like, um, "We have tubes of this. Like we 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 bought like 600 of these." And so I had to go back to game control and say like, "What do we do?" And game control's like. Congratulations, you guys have lots of Shaytech, I guess. Mm. And we didn't um, end up actually using wait, it. We could use our own glow sticks. So this, I have two bags full of glow so sticks. So the small skinny glow sticks that have like the, like the, like bracelet, the bracelet one? ones, those ones they said were considered Shaytech. And our Well, and like we, not a lot of people buy those. No. Well, oh. actually well, so Dale and his guys, they had probably almost a thousand. Jesus of, Christ. Of those? Wow. They bought a ton. So we told them Hold on to them. If we run out of our reserves, we'll crack into yours. But for now, just leave them in your vehicles. Like, you don't need to bring them out or anything. Yeah. We didn't end up actually using them, I don't think. Um, you would know, I would need Dale commander. to confirm, but I don't think they actually end up bringing <clears throat> them out. But then we told people, I'm like, glow sticks or Shaytech, collect glow sticks. And so then people were bringing me, like, fat glow sticks. And, like, old glow sticks from, like, <laughs> were, like long dead. And so... A glow sticks and glow sticks. So man. Game Control came around, and I said, just an FYI, like, I'm having people bring me, like, random-ass glow sticks. And they're like, whatever, man, I'll accept it as Shaytech. <laughs> so I told my guys, like, just start cleaning the field, I guess. And so we were, we were trading in, like, dead glow sticks from probably, like, four nightfalls ago. And they were considering it Shaytech. And I was like, cool, sounds good. Well, like, you, <laughs> the funny thing was, after that game... That's the cleanest I've the ever seen PRZ. It so clean because so many people were bringing me so much random stuff because they were like, well, what do these things look like? And I'm like, honestly, they didn't tell us what a lot of the items, like all the collectible items, because they were, um, there were three different kinds of Shaytech. Because there were glow sticks and then there were these like silver spray painted puck looking things. And then there were these big tubes with white and black tape on them. But there's also like other stuff. There were laptops and all mm-hmm. these other things. So I told people, if it looks like it's not tied down, just bring it to me. <laughs> And we'll decide at the CP if is that it is. how you guys ended up with that big yellow fucking bomb? What you ended up with a box. So we'll get yes, to yes, it. Yes, 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 yes. That's how we bo- ended that up with box. that. That's from a Jurassic Park paintball game. Yeah. We also, what? People brought me eggs. <laughs> people brought me dinosaur eggs. And like they were kind of weirdly, like I don't know what the outside of the egg was made out of, but you opened it up and had a little toy dinosaur in it. So we had like awesome. little toy dinosaurs that's in our where they, That's where the rhino came from. You it should, was a triceratops. Or a triceratops, sorry. You, you should have tried to talk Game Control into letting you like use your research, scientific research, into hatching oh, dinosaurs. Oh my god. That would have been so we found, funny. Somebody brought me a binder that had like schematics and blueprints of like AKs and stuff. And I was like... Oh shit! This is so cool. Like, I wonder what this is for. And I called it in. Like, this is what I got. And they're like, "That's from another game. That's not ours." I was like, "Shit!" I was so excited about this. Yeah. No, that'll like that's yeah, the, the field. It's kind of that's like the the give and take with well, one the AO like Black Cell in general, uh, or sorry, um, PRZ in general. Like, there's a lot of games there, and if people are doing multiple things where like things are laying out, yeah. yeah. Like, you don't know. And with the fact that Black Cell runs games where a lot of stuff's kind of up in the air, like, they'll allow some be, stuff could yeah. be in it. Like, it could be something that they're not necessarily telling you, like, yeah. like that baby mission. Yeah. Like, oh, we people had no, didn't know. We had no idea what that baby mission was. Right. We didn't even know. That baby mission happened at, like, midnight? 
Right. Like, it happened decently early on in the game, and we didn't realize what that meant until, like, the eve- like we were home when mm-hmm. we found out what it, what it meant. It meant that we don't need patches next year. Because we cured, I well, remember... cured, found an antidote? I don't know. We tested on a baby. Babies tested. It's all good. We did not no, pass No, no babies were harmed in the making of this game. <laughs> but, like, I just remember, like, hanging out, and all here is like, yeah, Tessa's baby, blah, blah, blah. But I'm like, what the fuck? Since when is there a baby involved here? There's babies. Yeah, so it's, it's kind of one of those things where it's like, you don't really know what's on the field no. at any point in time, which is, like, which is a cool. really cool thing. Yeah. And Tim, the owner of Pure Z, probably loves it because a bunch of that shit gets picked up. Oh, yeah. we picked up so much stuff that I, even when people brought it to me, I'm like, this is not from this game. But whatever, pre- we'll, pre- pay, we'll take it off the field anyways. And like with our CP, I'm pretty sure I left it cleaner than what we found it. Oh, for sure. I filled up a garbage bag of just random shit. <laughs> mm-hmm. So but yeah, next year, <clears throat> if if we are playing, I'm sure we are going to play Black Cell games because from what I heard through the grapevine, they have a lot of cool games planned for next year. They're coming in with five plus games. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. a lot in a year. Yeah. Not that I was being nosy, but I definitely was standing there while they were going over the calendar with Tim mm-hmm. for PRZ. And it looks like almost every month there's a Black Cell game at PRZ next year. Mm-hmm. That's like, so there's a lot. It's going to be awesome. So if we end up, which we will for sure, because we love the Black Cell guys, but if we end up playing a lot more Black Cell games, now that I've experienced it and now I understand like the level of outside the box thinking that you need for these games now i'm like invested in it i'm like oh i missed out on all the cool stuff that i could have done in this game i have so many ideas i'm like okay i'm gonna push the boundaries as much as i possibly can i'm gonna be messaging them weeks ahead of time asking what i'm allowed to do and what i'm not allowed to do like there's so much cool stuff that we can do now we just gotta be aggressively imaginative (laughs) that's uh if they ask you to come back <laughs> oh! I don't even need to command. I don't care if they let no, me you're, command you're again or not. I don't care if they let me command or not. Just if, if Nomad is there, we are going to be so obnoxious with how meta we make these yeah. games. You, you can't really kick doors, but you know how to tell people to kick doors. So At one point, cool. they said that we weren't allowed to, because um, we had those big boxes of Shaytech that were in the kitchen. They're like, you can't barricade, but it would be a shame if one of them got stuck in the door and you couldn't get it out again. Well, those were boxes of Shaytech? Yeah, the big shiny Man, boxes. I got stuck in those boxes. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to shoot a guy, and he's like, were you like, outside like half inside? the size of Little Brad. Like he was a tiny little dude on Lost Battalion. Was you sure it wasn't were... a baby edition? <laughs> Maybe, I don't know. Was that was when they were outside? Or when they were no, inside the inside, like middle of the night. I go in and there's like white lights going on or whatever. So I flip the nods up and I'm just like shining my shit at the guys. Oh yeah, you guys use nods. It was so fun. Yeah. So then I see the kid, I start shooting him, he's running around like a squirrel. <laughs> and he's like going through these boxes of Shay Tech, and I'm just like uh, like trying to push my way through. Isn't these it the boxes. worst when there's athletic people just on the other team? Juggernaut your way through. I'm juggernaut my <laughs> Right? Just like fucking in X-Men. That's jug- where juggernaut, like juggernaut, juggernaut is just punching through the fucking walls anyone, chasing after Ellen Page. Did anyone actually get to see the juggernaut? Because the juggernaut did go into play. Okay, I at think the, it was at the very like in the last like two or three hours of the game there was a juggernaut um, and I didn't get to see it, so I only heard rumors, but it sounded like that poor juggernaut did not have a good time. So it was a kid <laughs> wearing some kind of a mask. It wasn't a kid, it was Loki. Loki. Oh, was it? It was Loki from, from what I heard. I didn't see him either, but I can only assume he didn't I have heard, sure? I it heard... was a bigger boy who I had was no it? idea who it was. Oh really? Like, so I had heard it was Loki, yeah. but that could have changed. Because who knows? I didn't see anyone with balloons. I just saw some uh, division guys showing up, 
I shoot the shit out of them because they, you know, lied to Teresa. And I was like, fuck that guy. <laughs> Thank you for so defending start, my honor. So I start shooting at them while we're defending the helicopter and Shay Tech and all that. And uh, this guy fell and, like, wiped out pretty hard. And so, like, it was a bit of a, a lull pause. Oh, not, I not, saw not that. Not a no duff, but it was a bit of a pause. Oh, yeah, you were there. Yeah. And then uh, the guy gets up, and he's just holding this mask in his on his face, and he starts charging, and then I'm like, I guess I'm going to shoot him. <laughs> so I hit him a couple of times. He's still going. And I'm like, dude, like, what the fuck? You're totally hit. And then everyone starts lighting him up, and I'm just like, five to the thigh, a couple to the sides, easily three or four to the back of the head. I'm like, what is with this guy? So you got to assume at that point he's not cheating. He's a game element. Well, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Like, you got to be like... To be fair... Well, like when people shot Keanu when he was wearing a red shirt, and they're like, you're not calling your hits. He's like, I'm game control. Yeah. Of course I'm not calling To be fair, though, it was... 8 o'clock in the morning on Sunday. I've been up for yeah. 24 plus hours. We were not feeling good. I wasn't really thinking the, the most clearest. Yeah. Um, with- but then Matt uh, from Black Cell was there. And then I'm like, yo, like, what the fuck? This guy's not calling those hits. And then he's like, he's like juggernaut or something. With, um, <laughs> with the game elements like that. So I don't exactly know what the rules on the juggernaut were. Uh, so I heard something about a balloon. Well, so, no, I know what the rules on when it was out was. Yeah. But so I was part of a faction called DIA. Are we taking a photo break? Let's take a photo. No, we're not taking a break. <laughs> we're taking, um, what are they called? Candids. Candids? Yes. Candies? Um, Can- candies, candies photos. Candids. So I was part of the DIA, which is was like the like <laughs> CIA version of whatever it was. Like the government agents. The CIA agents are an actual thing. Yeah, but this is... They're not... We weren't based off the actual DIA. Yeah, but I'm just saying, those are dudes still an actual... In, I feel like dudes a in lot Airsoft, of, I think, was yeah. the acronym. I feel like right? a lot of this game would have made a lot more sense if I ever played the or Division. Or Two Deaths. Yeah. In Airsoft. So, 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 yeah. So, if I were both death. on DIA, so we didn't get to experience a lot of the games. Tess was also DIA. So, Two Deaths. Who? Tess was also... Oh, yeah, Two Deaths. Whatever. She, just did, she was the photographer for the majority of the game. Um... The so we didn't get to see a lot of the mechanics in the game, but we were doing like government shit where like we we ourselves didn't have a whole lot of a rule set. Like we almost played under the same rule set you guys did, where it's like no area fifty one. That's for sure. Well, like if you can do it, uh, do it. Yeah. It, but the thing is, is like people that were DIA were a group of people that have been in the airsoft community for long enough that we know what we can do without ruining a game or an experience for someone. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah, like because yeah. realistically. It, well, you know, I kidnapped you. Yeah, what the fuck? No <laughs> one knew. I kidnapped Kandu from, like, while he was surrounded by all of his team. In our base. I, I will our... be the first to say that WRC was really bad at security. Mm-hmm. I will See? be the first to say it. We were garbage. So you could say. <laughs> You're definitely not the last to say so it. So you could be like, you could be like, oh, wow, my team. Later, we had such good security. The only reason you did is because I kept sneaking into your base and kidnapping people. Yeah, we, we had good security for the last, like, three hours because Dale got sick of us getting attacked. So he's like, my guys are going to stay here. Hey, They're going to protect me in the butt. 
Good. They made me. They made me stay behind the RV every time I tried to come back out and like stand on the road and look at stuff. They'd be like, "Back in your corner." So, I was so tempted to pull something <laughs> when I came and brought you that croissant, and I locked eyes with you, and I was like, "I'm in here. No one else." Is here. I was so happy when you brought me that croissant. Yeah, I, I was so literally hungry. no. I had you right there, and I'm like, "Dude, I was making you coffee." Have something for really cool, like. So now, like, you have never played a box style game before either, no. so you're kind of in the same boat of yeah. here's where you don't exactly But now you have, don't you have so many ideas now? Of oh, what you're I'm like, do I easily, time? everyone's back was turned to me. You were, fa- I easily could have shot them all or, in the back. Or you could have walked up. blown assassination mission. You could have walked up and be like, girl stuff, bring tampons. <laughs> and the guys were like, what the fuck? I'm like, get out. And then oh, you get out. And then you'd be like, freak out. And then you'd be like, get the fuck, whatever. But with, <laughs> with Candu. Hi. So it's sometime in the nighttime, uh, <laughs> pitch black. Everyone's wearing nods, right? So not no even one, that late into the evening. But like no one, like I kind of sneaked. Was in. I with you? Yeah, you you're were all there. You, you were having a meeting, and I snuck up and I just joined the crowd. <laughs> and then like everyone looked so, around. Also, I didn't keep realize it, this at all. Keep in mind, yeah. it's Mitchell Murphy, the most recognizable person I can think of besides Andre. A.K.A. Black Hammer. In Airsoft. Everyone knows who Mitch is. Everyone knows he's on DIA. Everyone knows that Mitch is a he dick. He somehow <laughs> snuck through everyone. And, wasn't even sneaking. And, and I quote, blended in. So I'm What a, the fuck? I'm a blender. So Jazz, uh, bro, Jazz. Jazz. Jazz or Jazz? Jazz. <laughs> Are we doing a walking again? Because <laughs> that movie. From, Blackwell. Oh, I thought you were doing Borat. No. That's a bad impersonation Uh, of either. (laughs) Well, whatever. I'm not a voice actor. I'm a podcast artist. (laughs) Oh, my God. In the the same way that Subway employees are sandwich artists. 100% the same. Get a fangirl later? Um, So I kind of come up behind this meeting, and Jazz turns around, and he's like, and him, him and I are like, we've known each other for a while. We're very familiar. Uh, he uh, he was gonna lend me his rhino mount so yeah. I could borrow our buddy's. Uh, so he turns, buddy. he turns, looks straight at me, and he's like, "Oh, you're not some name." And I was like, "No." Nope. <laughs> like, so as soon as I talk, <laughs> I'm, I'm fucking, I'm done. Like everyone, everyone in the airside community was like, "This is my Mitch Murphy voice." Yeah. Right. So I'm like. Nope. Teresa, you're new on the podcast. I gotta open one up too. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm making beer, noise. No, you want to do that. Every time you open a beer, you want to do it up here. Oh, I'm sorry. You, you really want to make I'll sure. Do it, I'll do it better next time. You gotta time. make sure the listener. Um, you gotta make sure the listener's awake. What was I thinking about when you were talking about just blending in? Yeah, oh, we were Mitch really. We were so bad at our security. Me. So at one point. Um, Alex Ruley, uh, who was the commander of Legion, was he, it? he like walked into our CP so many times because we're like, whatever. Like, we didn't really care if he walked in because there wasn't anything in our CPs. So we're like, whatever. Our guys are out. He's not like he can do that much damage. I thought Hot Daniel was the commander. <laughs> nice. I only encountered, I don't even think I saw Hot Daniel. No, he was in CP their the whole time. Tent, their tent was phenomenal. I Did you take f- pictures? Hang on. Hang on. So, so Ruli kept on coming into our CP, and after the first time he did it, because he did it right off the bat, and he just Within walked in. He walked in, he game. shot us, he said, hey guys, and we said, hey Ruli, and then he left, and we're like, okay, see you later, man. Didn't take nothing. But he did it a couple times, so, um, like, I stopped trusting Ruli, of course, 
but every time anyone would come down the road, I didn't have nods on and we didn't want to have too much light because we didn't want our CP to be like a beacon because it was pretty close to the actual field. So people would come up the road and I would just yell like, hey, who are you? <laughs> and a couple times it was Ruli. And I would just, just like, hey, who are you? And he'd be like, nothing. And like he wouldn't say anything. I'm like, hey, who dis? And then he would shoot me. What you dick! Um, no so, one shoots my wife. Also, me. I did not have a gun on me the entire game. That doesn't like you didn't me. need to shoot me, guys. I was already dead. Like, um, was... So, so with that, like, so Ruli was the legitimate commander of. Yeah. Excuse me. Um, the actual commander of Legion, yeah. but he That's played true. a lot in the field, did a lot of singing, and he, he, as much as it didn't necessarily change the game too much because he didn't take anything, he attacked. Your CP. Like three times? Three or four times? It was a lot more than that. It was, he, he was... Major times. Like, yeah, he might have attacked. He came, like, he came in like... Oh, he attacked us a bunch of times, but he was actually, like, like hanging out in our CP. Like, successful with us. I would say like, four. Three, yeah. It was three or four times that he was actually, like, he had killed everyone in our CP and was chilling and chatting with us. Yeah. 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 I think... I, I was only there for, like, two of it, only because, um... But also, like, we by the second time he did it, we're like, if he shows up, just let him walk through. Like, we didn't... Our guys were all out on the field, so it didn't really matter if he was there. And we didn't have too much Shaytech in our actual CP. And even even when he did come into our CP, he never actually took any Shaytech anyways. Mm-hmm. So for us, for us, like, as much as it was like, yeah, it's embarrassing that he walked in, but also it didn't matter to the gameplay. Yeah. So we weren't yeah. too concerned about it. Well, and one thing that uh, I'll say Black Cell didn't very much stress this year that they did last year and Kill, you and I had a conversation about this. Um, they didn't stress that you had to put everything in a localized area, not hidden. Yeah, we had. You can so, you can hide your shit. Yeah, they so they didn't specify that this year. So we had Shaytech scattered all over our CP. Yeah, like if you wanted all of our Shaytech, you would have had to go to like multiple locations. Right. It was more or less an eyesight, except for that one time when. Quinn came in because I was angry at Quinn, so I hit him. <laughs> yeah, which, which is like kind also, of, but he's also division, so it doesn't count. Actively doing. I would, I would, I would just yeah. like to say, um, hey, uh, Quinn, fuck you. That's yeah, fuck you, Quinn. I want my laptop back. Quinn, we are not f- friends. Fuck Quinn. Fuck Quinn. <laughs> fuck Quinn. <laughs> you know, uh, fuck Jason too. I don't even know. I don't even know. <laughs> Quinn <laughs> Quinn <laughs> I don't even know if Quinn listens to this podcast, but fuck, fuck Cody Quinn. Cook. Fuck Cody. Oh, that boy. I love that boy. Fuck you, but I love you. After he got. Well, you wouldn't fucking know. Yeah, after he gets fucking squad the battle, he doesn't play games anymore. What the fuck? Retire on top. Yeah. <laughs> Just like the Widows. Um, who said that to me? Somebody, somebody, I think it might have been Simon from Aegis. They were talking about commanding, and they're like, you command once and you win, never command again, because you win on top. I'm like, what? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, undefeated. <laughs> undefeated. So now is, now is probably a Am group. I supposed to drink this? Yeah, I don't oh. like it. Oh, okay, so Teresa does not like Writer's Tears. I don't like whiskey. It's not anything against Writer's Tears mm, in put, general, but like I don't man. like whiskey unless it's <sighs> mixed nice with, like, you know ginger ale because I'm we'll a baby. I'll have another whiskey tears with you there, buddy. Uh, so, well, ice? yeah, I'll grab some ice. Well, luckily, the studio has a fridge in it. <laughs> you know what? This studio has its own whole kitchenette, if you will. Whoa! Uh, here you go. Oh, thanks. Is this the ASMR part? Ice cubes hitting the mic. <laughs> hey, you know what? That might be one, something. Just, just one each is fine, but whatever. Oh, I'm sorry. Too, too I'm late. So, I'm sorry. I didn't realize there Fucking was COVID okay. germs. Yeah, in the time of COVID, you're putting your meat hooks all over my ice cubes. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> what? <laughs> 
Um, this is yours. Wait. Oh shit. Which one's your cup? This is, is Mitch. Cup? Doesn't matter. Ah, they've kissed. Kill but I make it. They have kissed all they the time. Kissed. Yeah. Yeah. For anybody <laughs> in the community that's like, is that a joke? No. Yeah. Nope. Wait. They don't kiss. Um. At our wedding. They kiss. You so may now kiss the officiant. <laughs> my uh, my scariest moment, Clank, uh, is at the end of our the bachelor party when Mitch is like, I think my cell phone like, vibrating just sent off the microphone. So, oh god, I, I yeah, might, that's I it. might cut that out, but I might not. Go again. Uh, but at the end of the bachelor party, it's you, me, and Rico were hanging out, and then the girls show up or whatever. I was in um, bed. The Please strippers. Show up. It was strippers. <laughs> and then uh, prostitutes? I don't know. Um, That's gross. But, but then I was like, you know what? I, I'm going to go to bed. It's like four in the morning. I think it's about time to go. You were out and, cold in that chair. Hey, I was not. I was vibrant the whole time. That's what happens when you start drinking at 9 a.m. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> um, but then Mitch is like, I'm going to I'm gonna tuck you in. And I'm like, hey, you don't have to, man. <laughs> I must. I'm like, okay, whatever. I'll play along. So, tucks me into this basically waterbed because you know air mattresses don't fully flate up. And he goes, "I'm gonna kiss you goodnight." And I'm like, <laughs> "I'm like, hold up." That was where I was like, "What?" I'm I'm gonna kiss you goodnight. And I'm like, uh, you, don't, "You don't have to, man. Like, it's okay. it's okay. Like, Do you know how I, I can kiss myself goodnight." Nah, I'm gonna kiss. Come here. Good night. I'm like, oh my god. You know I'm like, please walk away. Please walk away. You know when Eric came inside and we're like, where's Mitch? And Eric's like, making out with Caleb. Like, oh, is okay. anyone surprised? Yeah, he's like, he'll be yours. So, have you so, seen so to that point. Cheers, buddy. Um, because of COVID at Black Cell, there were there were no um, sorry, not at Black Cell at Dark Zone. Uh, Black Cell's game. Black Cell's game. There were no melee kills. Um, actually, Ruli uh, melee killed me, and he did it, and I said to him quietly, I don't think melee kills count, and he's like, I don't want to shoot you, and I took two very big steps back and yelled, I don't think melee kills count, and Tess and BJ were standing beside me, and they both just shot Ruli. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's like, it was awesome. That's kind of a, a hard point in the game. It's like, so at a certain point in time, everyone it's... starts to forget about, like, the safety COVID yeah. concerns, right? Yeah. Uh, but now, while we're on the topic, before I forget again, we are currently working on just an audio clip that Eric can press so I don't forget sponsorships. Yeah. You might be wondering why we're talking so good about Black Cell, and it's not only because we're sponsored by them, but this show is definitely sponsored by Black Cell, so... Uh, if you guys are looking for an outside-of-the-box Milsom experience, check out BlackCell.ca. Uh, they've been phenomenal hosts of the show since the start, way back when Teresa still wasn't listening. <laughs> also, they've been sponsored for a bit. I thought you were going to say something really nice about how like they commanded our first nightfall as a team, but never mind, because <laughs> they did that. Yeah, they've, they've been around for a long time, but uh, also the other huge sponsor of the show, Speed Nation, Combat Solutions, they've been... Uh, Woo! Big sponsor since the store first opened Woo-hoo. up, uh, hosting the CXSL, CXSL, CSXL, CSXL, Canadian something something, Extreme Speed Canadian not Milsim game. But there's a lot of teams coming down on November seventh to check that out. So final tournament, yeah, for the final tournament of this year, we will be there because we got to pick up our swag from the Black Cell guys, but also to hang out. 
Yeah, so uh, if you guys are interested in Speedsoft at all, or if you're in the Thorold area looking for somewhere to buy shit, go to that. I've done my part. No one can get mad at me this time. You know what? That was solid. Good job. <laughs> Yay! Yay! Also, for one more before I forget. Snaps for Mitt! <laughs> for his favorite cool jazz, jazz band, The Sinners. <laughs> okay. Speaking of, can I, can I do a quick Sinner plug? You can do a Sinner plug. So, our it's dear our buddies are... Oh my god. Hey! Fuck was that? <laughs> <laughs> so one of the I, I think know. a cat Karen, fell go to the off room. the dryer. I, I can't so our good buddies, Sinner, our favorite local jazz band, um, are yeah, actually jazz, jazz they're actually doing a Some show doing on Devil's Night. Oh, awesome! They're doing a live show on Devil's Night. I don't actually know the details, but when this podcast goes live, I will put it in the comments because I don't actually know. But Sinner is going to be on October thirtieth. Yeah, check out Sinner Cult on Spotify. They are not a jazz. Band. Well, we can tell that story right after this, but they're a uh, they're a metal band. Great friends of the team. Oh, I heard about that. Great them. guys. Uh, so check them out. And one more before I forget, because I always hate forgetting this shout out. Don't forget Thursday nights. Check yes. out Keanu's Corner. It's getting better every Ooh. episode. What is he at now? Like seventy something. Sixty nine for the rest. Very of my life. very nice. consistent. Um, but. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he, what did he, say? he is consistent every every Thursday. Nothing sexier than consistency. Right? <laughs> <laughs> what? Married life, man. Don't ask. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> we've remembered all the shoutouts, I'm pretty sure. Is there any other shoutouts? Check out Keanu, 8 o'clock. Check him out. It's Keanu Airsoft. It's Keanu's Corner. Keanu's, co- Keanu's well, Corner. No, what's his uh, Airsoft uh, thing? Uh, I will comment that uh, in the comment oh section my, down below. Yeah, we're bad at this, guys. We'll link it. We'll we, link it below. We don't have a Jamie right click now. Click the link below. Yeah, we don't, we're, don't have heavy. We're kicking old school. Kicking it back, you know? Like the, yeah, old, the days. old school, like the old days. Yeah, exactly. The old um, days where we were garbage? Last week. <laughs> when we were garbage. <laughs> it was like three weeks ago. A week ago when we were trash? But back to it, guys. So we've done, we've kind of talked about... Our experience. Keanu dot airsoft. There we Ooh. go. Boom. Can you ASMR that into the microphone, please? Keanu dot airsoft. <laughs> so what devil's <laughs> ASMR? Hey Mitch, do you want to kiss me goodnight right now? <laughs> Wait, look, all, yeah. all I'm saying is that if you are buddies with a guy and it's time for him to go to bed, there's the nothing mouth. wrong. Give him a little kiss. Kiss him, him on the mouth. Right, like, but you're a wet kisser on. Like, the mouth. I don't have a brother, so I assume <laughs> if I did, like, I would. Like brother's kiss, right? Karen, is he a wet kisser normally? I got big, oh, that's a yes. I got big fucking lips. <laughs> you got it. Really depends. You got, it really you depends, got some DSLs, like, son. It really depends, like what kind of kissing we're doing. Just a normal, good-night. like not what I'm like spitting in her mouth. Just a good night kiss, not a not a. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> What? Yeah, that could, yeah, uh, yeah. The cobra is approaching. No, I have nothing about this fucking cobra. <laughs> Back on track. <laughs> Anyhow, I have a question that a fan has asked us oh. if we want to divert quite a bit. Yeah, getting into the, that's what I was going to get let's, into. Let's do that. The fans have sent in quite a few uh, questions and their opinions on Black Cell, so we'll go over a few of those, do some shout-outs, and kind of say what our opinion is against theirs. <laughs> oh, so, so some people have fucking bad opinions. Them fighting words. Oh my gosh. So. Sound this, it out. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good burn, right? You guys. That was, <laughs> that was so bumpy. That, 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 that was harsh. Wow. But solid. <laughs> I don't know oh, if it's the house or that God. bird, but it's really hot in here right now. Because <laughs> I'm here. Christ All right, lady. so who's the first question from? 
So I have a question asking for the ladies. Mm. Um, did wait, hang on. Did people know that we were going to be on this? Because I didn't yep. know until yesterday. <laughs> to be fair, this was like months ago. Jesus. Um, I just like keep a... forgetting about it. Okay. It's for a season two thing. Um, what season are we on? It's regarding uh, I know my girls episode, which you're here. Hey. Uh, it'd be cool to hear why they joined and why they love it, and might encourage others. Joined airsoft or joined nomad? Um, either or. Why did you join airsoft? I guess. I mean, can, don't you guys both kind of just have like relatively the exact same story though no but I don't why think so. well, well like we why you join but why do you love it yeah, yeah. Exactly. like well you joined your boyfriends but yeah like. so when Kayla... i joined because <clears throat> karen uh, Teresa. elders first honey what's am up? i older than you karen's yeah. like 46 <laughs> <laughs> she uses a lot of ole wrinkle free skin so Yo, so when caleb and i were first dating like like early on, you and the team that you were previously on were going to play. You at can Siege, mention them, the widows. Yeah, the widow yeah, makers. the widowmakers. Um, you were going to go play airsoft at Siege, and I was still really trying to impress you. Hi. So I was like, "Yeah, I'll come." Hold on, I'll hold like- on, pause. Fun fact, guys: a woman tried to impress me. And it was not hard. It's huge. It's huge in the airsoft community. So yeah. we're proud. So <laughs> I wanted to impress them, and I I had never actually even played like paintball or anything like that. So I was like, yeah, I'll come along. Like, do I need to wear anything specific? Like, do I need to do anything? He's like, wear comfy shoes that you can, like, run around in and, like, whatever. Just, like, clothes that you can move in. And so in my mind, that was yoga pants because uh, that's what I move around in. So I wore yoga pants yoga. and, like, a tank top and, like, running shoes. And I show up to Siege like that. And <laughs> oh, I, um, I was like, oh, no. No, because I fucking drove you. Oh, yeah. So I thought about it all the way out. Caleb was a loser. To be fair, I picked that him was, up. That was very early in my airsoft career. I picked him up, and he, I was like, "Is this good?" And he's like, "Yeah, that's fine." So we drove like the friggin' hour and a half to siege, and we get to siege, and um, Malcolm, Malcolm, Connors. Malcolm was my savior because he saw me, and he's like, "Are you gonna be playing?" And I'm like, "Yeah, like I'm gonna play." And he's like, "You need different clothes, pal." I was like, "What do you mean? Like I'm fine?" He's like, "No, you're gonna you're gonna get hurt." So he gave me his pants. But Malcolm's a little bit bigger than me. So he also had to give me a really big belt. So I was wearing, like, I don't know. I'm sorry, Malcolm. I, I'm not meaning to, like, make this sound bad. But you, I was wearing pants that were, like, six sizes too big for what me. Is he, he's, he's dude, like, he's not a big, a, big dude. But a little girl and a decent dude. Yeah, like, he, he's a normal size so guy. I'm wearing these, an like, average airsoft. I'm wearing these huge combat pants over my yoga pants. And, like, have the belt, like, cinched as much as possible. I looked like a very budget Kim Possible. <laughs> yeah, um, I love Kim Possible. She's And so then hot. they gave me, like, a, someone had a spare <laughs> combat <laughs> shirt that I wore. Hold up. And... Oh, yeah. So I did that, and I played it. And we played a Siege. It actually, Siege was a ton of fun. I didn't <clears> think I was going to actually have any fun at all. And, like, we're running around. We're doing cool stuff. Um, I thought it was fun then. And then I started to play Outdoors at NQ with you. And I really, really like outdoor play. I like outdoor play way more than I like indoor play just because it's not as fast paced, but there's more like, I find there's more strategy involved, which I think is why I like doing like the platoon lead and the squad lead and the command positions because I like the big picture aspect of airsoft because it's really just risk with real people. It, yeah. That I'm constantly saying. Do not play with my emotions again. 
But like it's I'm just right at you, Mitch. Like I like that. Risk I, almost ends all of our friendships Mitch, every time we play. No, that's because is, you're the, the Mitch, common denominator. Mitch likes to play Game of Thrones Risk, which is a broken game. Because if you own the North, you've won the game. And Mitch decides to just get the North and not do anything after. There's that. no difference between the okay. North and Risk and the North or like Canada and or fucking North America. Incorrect. There's zero difference. <laughs> the North. You're just terrible, and Caleb doesn't understand. The point is, I played I Airsoft. I love my wife and my friends equally. The point is, I played Airsoft because Caleb and I were first dating, and I wanted to look cool and be like, that cool girl that was down for anything. But I'm really not down for anything, because I'm boring. No. But. <laughs> no. No. Nah, nah, she's boring. No, but I know now, I've established myself enough in the community that people know that, like, yeah, she's not going to play, like, Speedsoft. But you know what? If you need a platoon lead, like, call up T. She'll do it. No, She's your girl. Even, like, I think, like, you have a super healthy respect from the entire community just of, like, people just knowing, like, you're a good player. Like, it's what's beneficial for you is that, like, they don't actually know you. Yeah. It's not like you... It's not like... <laughs> they don't know you're terrible. They don't know my terrible personality. <laughs> but, but, like, she's definitely not in the position where she plays because her boyfriend plays and no. that's the cool thing the to do. Funny she's thing she's with playing this... because she now wants to mm-hmm. play. The she funny thing about Dark Zone to, uh, is they told me that if I helped Brian command a Dark Zone that Caleb would be allowed to go for free. So Caleb yeah. was my plus one for Dark Zone. Like, what a, what a hit to the <laughs> ego. I'm not gonna lie, that hurt a bit. Aww. But well, like, hey, I got a sweater and I want a jacket because I, I was the only one yeah. that bought tickets. Well, yeah, so that's the thing. I didn't even really know about that. I, I've been pretty terrible with following about things. But, um, so. Karen. Karen. Yes. Soap. N-O-2. Mm-hmm. Why are you an airsoft yeah, why did, and why do you love it? Did we meet on the airsoft oh. forums? Did we meet on an airsoft <laughs> oh, yeah. Karen. So. Karen likes airsoft because she's secretly a fucking animal. <laughs> like... <laughs> No, Jesus she's Christ. a Russian no, agent. Karen has a bloodlust. <laughs> she she's a Russian agent. I'm slightly competitive. <laughs> Karen terrifies me. <laughs> That's coming from Teresa. That's bad. I think it's very good. <laughs> it's an ace in her pocket. We're, we're talking about we're on the same team. Yeah, we what? got. The, yeah, and you're on my team. That's what I'm happy about it. Remember when Nomad was first starting out? We're like, okay, we might not be the best, but hands down, I'm pretty sure we got like fist fights against any other team. I think oh, we easily. Absolutely. <laughs> well, and then and then best we ran into ages. Best part is you just hit like, out the girls in your set. I I don't know. I think if us and Aegis were, if it were to come to fisticuffs, oh, I Baron think, Lucas are going the fuck down. Yeah, I got Steven. people ripping their noses. See, my thing is that I think that mm. Aegis would hesitate. I would. And no man will not hesitate <laughs> to punch their friends. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take Lifeline, no What'll problem. What'll happen is... is He's that half we'll my say, size, I got him. Nomad will say, hey, Aegis, we're gonna fight. And then as <laughs> Aegis is like, hey, maybe we shouldn't fight, Karen is gonna walk up and just kick somebody in the dick. Like, there's gonna be <laughs> well, nothing. Well, so, like, we, now we have There'll that, be no hesitation. Now we have that girl power in case another team has another girl. So, okay, throwing it out there, if there's another Airsoft team <laughs> in Ontario or in, that just wants to get together have and a have fight. a good old fist fight... <laughs> We are down. <laughs> hey, hey, Ink, we're looking at you. Yeah. You're the there only other actually, one with girls in it. There were actually a bunch of girls at Dark Zone, and a few of them... There was a lot. I feel terrible. So, before I say anything more, I'm so bad with names and faces. And I feel terrible because there are people that I have played, like, on the same side of, but not necessarily in the same platoon or on the same team. I've played with these people for years, and I don't know their names. 
And like their faces are generally familiar, but everyone's wearing face coverings, especially now, right? Everyone's yeah. got masks. Yeah. Everyone's got masks, but everyone also has like goggles and helmets and all this extra crap on them that if someone were to approach me on the street and be like, hey, Oracle, I'd be like, who the fuck are you? So yeah. not going to lie, that's happened to me before. I have so many, where well, especially you, because you are like, much more well-known than me, I think. I'm just so popular. <laughs> but, like, like you'll, like, I'll, I'll go to a walk-on at, uh, at Niagara Core Masters Field, and if I go there by myself, I'll make a shit ton of friends. Yeah. Because that's what I do. And then, all of a sudden, I get a, a friend request on Facebook or something like that, and I'm like, oh, I, I don't know who this person is. Yeah. Because their Facebook has nothing to do with Airsoft. Uh, so, like, I have no idea what there they were. What there they were so like. many people, especially with Dark Zone, it was dark. So I had people it coming was, up to me. It was literally a dark zone. I had people it coming up to me and be like, hey, like, what should we be doing? I'm like, I don't, who are you? And they'd be like, oh, like, I'm Adam. And I feel so bad for this poor guy, Adam. I don't know who Adam is. Who's Adam? Adam, who are you? Adam, if you are Adam. Fuck, where was Andy? Was he on the Lost Battalion? I don't know. Is it the same Andy that Andy. we lost from the other game? Oh, yeah, game. and then we found him. We found He's him. He's out that game? Yes! yes. <laughs> Andy's not fucking dead. No, he's alive. We had so many people run up yeah, to him. Yeah, Andy. And if he was okay. Can, yeah, so Adam. Can we Adam, Andy you, a t-shirt of I survived? If you like, exist, Adam, because maybe you were like a weird exhaustion <laughs> dream. But I talked to this guy, Adam, so many times. And every time I'd be like, who are you? He's like, dude, I'm Adam. We've done this. I'm sorry, I'm sorry Adam, whoever you are. But there were so many people that I, I feel so bad because now we're going to go to another Airsoft game and it's going to be light out. Yeah. And they're all going to come up to me like, hey, I played with you on WRC. I'm like, <laughs> I'm sorry. I have no idea What you, you got to do is block out the sun as they're talking to you and be like, oh, now I can kind of see you. Well, there were a couple people that I started to like pick up their voices. Yeah. But, you know, there's a hundred dudes. Like the three girls on our team, I'm going to know those three girls way before I know the hundred dudes. Yeah. That's the joy of being a girl oh, in yeah, it turns out. There's only so few of us, well, right? That that went against me when we were playing because every <laughs> single time Mitch and I would leave, all of a sudden people would be behind us. And like the one time we did literally just woke yeah. up. And later Brian's like, yeah, every single time you guys were walking, we'd have people on you because we were looking for Karen. That is the problem. But also Mitch is pretty recognizable on the field. I, yeah, but as we see, if, or if I have to sneak in somewhere, I can because sure. what I'll do is like, Instead of walking he'll, like this, he'll morph I'll like curl, Frieza. I'll curl in and I'll put my headband up and I'm just. Yeah, there just, is. It's very hard to be <laughs> incognito in airsoft. He'll, in he'll reverse world. morph like Frieza does in this Dragon Ball Z. My- <laughs> this isn't my final four. <laughs> I can't do a Frieza impression. I'm just like, hey. <laughs> like, like how do Magina. you? Do that? No, that's just horrible. The- I can't take that back. I hate that. Just be terrible. Ah, Vegeta! <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I feel like that's kind of cool. Well, no, I can't. I don't even... I don't even... <laughs> no, does not work. Does no, your freeze of justice. He's not the prince. Anyways. Anyways, what's up? So, one... We haven't still gone through Karen, actually, why she Yeah, so... Yeah, why... <laughs> Guys, you're so why interested you... in me. Oh, my God. Why do you so love popular. Airsoft? <laughs> Pardon? Why do you love Airsoft? This is the part of the story where she tells us she actually hates it. I fucking hate Airsoft. Because I'm trying I... to leave. Why? Yeah, like, yeah. To the bathroom. Hey, fun fact. I have to pee, and I try to avoid this conversation in the last podcast, and now we're doing it again. The girls don't understand. About you peeing? It's because this, this is the first time. They don't understand that. Just let people sneak off. Okay, but if you want to sneak off, you can't sit in the corner. Hey. I feel yeah. like this was discussed before we started. We had a conversation about this. That's why I tried to do the leg room. Karen, why did you join Airsoft and what do you love about well, it? Well, when I first started seeing Mitchell, 
Uh, oh. What was that? I'm <laughs> I just wanted to. I hope I want to include that in. I just want to hear how loud that was. Oh, it's gonna be like it's gonna sound like a. Okay, like a, just while Caleb's away, let's have a carrot eating contest. <laughs> you two. Yo, they're baby carrots, so I'm Karen down. should be able so, to. Yeah, because I, yeah, I got a real small dick. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, why, um, why do you play airsoft and why do you love it so much? So when we first started seeing each other, you would talk to me about it. Quite a bit, and you would it's ask like me to come out. The only thing I talk about. I'm just about. eating yeah. this carrot hole right now. You'd so ask I don't me, want to chew anymore. You'd ask me to come out and play a few times, and I politely declined. And then once we got a little bit more serious and things started changing, I then realized that it might be something that would be really fun, um, and just had more time to kind of think about because I had a bunch of other stuff going on at the time. And then I think. That the more time we spent together, you got to see how uh, slightly competitive I am. No, not you. And then with through that process, he, Mitch was introducing That's me mine. to different things and like try this on and like oh yeah. like your favorite kind of movies are like action and like people like gouging each other with knives and blowing each other up and you know all this other stuff and he's like you could do yeah, that. Yeah, we're not talking about the kind of porn you watch. <laughs> he's like you could do that in airsoft. So mm-hmm. for me, I'm sitting here being like, "Oh, this is interesting." So that was a big interest for me and then when I actually played, it was very fun. Well, and I think that especially with Caleb and Mitch because so much of their like social lives is yeah. wrapped up in airsoft. Like, there's a lot of guys like, yeah, they play airsoft on the weekends, but the rest of the time, like, they're doing other stuff. Caleb yeah. and Mitchell, like, I don't think Caleb has gone more than a couple days without talking about airsoft. Like, yeah. it is so much in your lives well, that yeah. I think it would be, I think it would be difficult for you guys to date someone who didn't want yeah. to play. Because yeah. well, even is, the first walk-on so game. so much into it. Even the first walk-on game, I, like, stuck with you for a little bit. And then once I'm like, oh, I like this. Oh, I can do this. Like, I'm independent. And Mitch is like, we're going over here. I'm like, you are, I'm not. I'm going and sniping people <laughs> out from this yeah. hill on I think my it own. also, it does, it does also help that, like, I don't know, I don't know if you did sports at all. Oh, you yeah. Were, sports yeah, always, so, like, always, it always. is, it is absolutely, like, Killed like, playing any kind sports. of, like, even doing, like, rec sports and stuff, right? Like, it's, it's just one of those other things. Uh, yeah, I was a dancer. I did rowing. I was a cheerleader. Rowing's. I'm sorry. Well, I, al- I also rode, and rowing uh, sucked. Rowing's um, a cult. I hate. It absolutely is a cult. Nomad's it's so a weird. Cult. Nomad is 100 percent a cult. Yeah. So kind of what so you was rugby. I don't know. I did basketball, that. soccer. I was in sports. Um, so kind of like what you were saying about how much Caleb and I are wrapped. And up. I like guns. <laughs> uh, kind of about how we're so wrapped up in it socially. Is like we talk about it a lot, but. What makes our team so different is, like, our team is our friend group. There are very few people that are outside of the team, and if they are, they're not they're not very far outside of the team. Like, they know Nomad is a team, and you're yeah. now hanging out with the yeah. Nomad we even, we even <laughs> yeah. have some friends, like, we have a couple girlfriends who have brought boys into the mix, and, like, one of the first things that they start talking about is, okay, buddy, you're going to need to get into Airsoft real quick for us to be good friends. Yeah, like, it's... Like, well, Del's Del's boyfriend, Kyle, he's agreed to try it out. Uh, Eric, I'm even, sure we're going to uh, get Jason out. Yeah, we'll get Jason out. Fuck we'll, that guy. We're going to fuck him. <laughs> we're going to get him out. Stop it right now. I don't know. Oh, it's not like, even my brother-in-law wants to come play. Yeah. Is he cute? 
My 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 uncle came out and played with us one time. Yeah, because uh, uh, AJ. My uncle came out with us one time because my uncle is he is he is. Oh, I think I remember that. Yeah, he's like last year or something. Oh, I'm gonna sound terrible in this. My family doesn't listen to this. Doesn't matter. I think he was in the Air Force. I honestly don't know. But my cousin is actually training for the Air Force right now. But um, they were visiting. They live in Ottawa, and they were visiting for the weekend. And they know like through Instagram and Facebook and stuff that that's what we do. And so when they were in town, they were like, "Hey, can we come and like see?" And we're like, you guys can come play. Like, you don't have to just watch us. Like, you can come play. And they had yeah. such a good time. It was, it was a great time. Mm-hmm. Like, it was a little weird because, like, whenever you bring someone who's never been to the airsoft field before to play airsoft, you always go through, like, this is how a gun works. This is safe. And this yeah. is mag release and all that stuff. It is nice having people so who know then, about guns. So then I was like, it, it, it was almost like. Um, like a repetitive thing where it's just like you hit autoplay and then you just automatically are like this, 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 and that. And then I remember halfway through it being like, I'm sorry, you, you already know this type of like yeah. M4 style, right? And they're like, yeah, but like continue. It like They're like, continue, please. Cause like airsoft is different than a real firearm to them. Right. So well, and the thing, like, like especially... if you're shooting low, this is the hop up and shit like that. I think honestly, like. Personally, I would rather play airsoft than do like rec volleyball. Oh, like sure. also though, can we actually start playing some more rec sports after this COVID shit? Yeah, no, like uh, as a team, oh, can we just make an We're going to do walk-ons, and if you guys want to come, walk-ons what? Are walk-ons still happening? Yeah. yeah. Shit. I want to shoot. Um, I got the new pistol. I gotta play with it. Yeah. That's um, true. But anyways, so I'm buying an AK. So yeah. I know yeah. AK boys. Um, Karen, as a player that is not very experienced in what nice hey. girls do it. Oh, that makes it allowed. Yes. We just got Mitch to stop burping into the microphone. No, but it's Teresa, so it's just allowed. Because he would have it in his face. Like, I'm sorry. I've been drinking beers because I don't like the whiskey. I'm going to get burpy. My yeah. apologies. Drink the wine. Do it. Do um, it. You don't have to burp. It's okay. No, I don't. I don't have one right now. <laughs> um, you're saying? So... You're com- comparatively, you're very inexperienced in. Milton. Karen, are you good at softball? Yes. What the fuck does that have to do with what I'm saying? Because Teresa likes me and she wants to play more. Because sports you with were me. talking about us doing more rec sports, I'm gonna get Karen to join my softball league. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Also, hot moms and yoga pants. Hot moms and yoga pants. Also, my mom. So and I want to join the weird. Yuki group. Play your cards. What group? Ukulele group. Oh yeah, I nicknamed them the Yuki group. The Yukesters. No, they're the, they, call, they them. call themselves the Yukesters, but you should absolutely join them. They're adorable little retirees. Is this a shout out for them? Before we get back on track, not all youngsters. Yeah, if you play your cards right, you could also be a mom in sweatpants. No Sorry, yoga oh. pants. Oh. Also, I want my sweatpants back. You will never get those sweatpants. Anyways, Anyways please, so I will fist fight you. Anyway, <laughs> I have a chance. It is on, like slight. Yeah, I have a chance. I'm scrappy. <laughs> Okay, I'm done. <laughs> anyhow, you're so, saying, Mitch, back to the podcast. Comparatively to the three of us, you're relatively uh, inexperienced in most Fucking things. noob. Yeah. But compared to actually a lot of airsoft players, you play like a lot of airsoft players haven't played a Milsim. Yeah. Let alone two different, completely different Milsims. So you've had to. You've yeah. Got, oh, yeah. You kind of uh, got both sides of the spectrum with Nightfall and Black Cell. You got like the classic game. Yeah. And then you got like this new the out scene. of the box kind of thing. Yeah. And, you and then also behind the behind scenes. The scenes yeah. yeah. What I wanted to ask about that is you didn't get to experience it as a player. So. 
I, I could kind of understand if your thoughts on it were maybe a little bit more negative because like you wouldn't you didn't exactly know what to go in expecting like what were your opinions on dark zone from being a totally outside source not really knowing what was going on inside the game i wouldn't necessarily say negative i think that's the wrong word to use for me it was more or less coming from a milsim that so high energy i'm running off adrenaline plus getting injured so i'm coming back running on even more adrenaline your uh, forehead looks great by the way thank you it's my serums and all sorts of other stuff that's a weird name for it that's what they're called <laughs> Mitchell. Yeah, you don't have to show us your serums. It's okay. <laughs> yeah, Mitch likes watching me put them on. It's weird. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. That is weird. Um, coming from something that was like, you know, I'm going into, plus there's that much more adrenaline involved yeah. and not sleeping and, you know, it, being, I had... Being in the thick of it. Yeah, I had like yeah. the best time ever to then go from that to something where not being involved as a player, but being involved... Like you said, from like more of a game control aspect, like, like as in a, a sense. element, if you yeah. will. Yeah, which was so fun. Um, but for me, like I like to, I think a huge game changer for me at this particular Milsom was definitely the next morning when we actually got into gunfights, mm -hmm. and there was I was able to. Also, I had a brand new pistol that I was dying to use. And, that thing's cute. Right? Right? I had all these mags. I'm like, I what, these. I what got was these. the G26C? G26C, yeah. 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 The cute little thing. I got a G32. Well, she has a G32 now. Yeah. So it's just kind of coming thing. off the high of that still. Yeah. And going into this where it was like, I knew that we were, you know, it wasn't going to be as intense because we weren't like a direct player in the event. Yeah. We're still involved. Yeah. We're more or less setting things up for teams and everything. Did you get to use the new little pistol? Uh, yeah, betcha. Oh. Yeah, betcha. Speaking of that getting to use a pistol. So I also just bought a G18C and I got my first actual kill with it. Nice. Uh, it was actually off the start, very start of the game. Uh, I'll kind of break into a different story right after. But uh, so I won a pistol from you guys. This is bachelor or not your bachelor party. You're uh, saying no. Saying no. no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That feels from, like that feels like years a ago. Nation. Yeah. It instantly was like, hey, I'll train you this for this gun, and they're like, yes. Got myself a Glock 18C. Oh shit. Yeah, and I was just like. The gun, it, it was not an amazing package, don't get me wrong, but I was like, I don't like this gun. I like Glocks. Got it. Had it on my new belt. <laughs> and sitting there. Come up to a window, and like, there's guy, is the hallway of death at Pier Z. They're shooting out. Wow. I turned to Between B kitchen and second, yeah. yeah. I turned to BJ Hale. I was like, cover me. I'll go up to it, and I'll, I was like, as long as you cover me, I'll get up there, and I'll take him out. He's like, Christ. Okay. Goes, I start firing on the window, get up close, drop, like, full-blown drop down to pistol draw oh. come around and there's no one in the window i'm like oh i'm so hot right now and so i'm sitting there i was like <laughs> i was like i'm gonna stay here doesn't the kid thank god this guy was wearing a pistol ma or a paintball mask kid pops his head up just <laughs> face, and my gun's like right there like i'm on the corner so I'm, I'm just peaked enough that like my body would be hidden if someone looked out the window yeah right Peeks up, we make eye contact. I'm like, blam, blam. Do the sweet, like we talked about in the last podcast, Gerard Butler spur, uh, fucking yeah. jump over. So I'm like, blam, 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 and start running back to GJ or to BJ. I'm like, they're fucking there, they're there. <laughs> um, amazing. But 
all of that was taking on taking place during the initial mission of the game, which was DIA was tasked with uh, holding the ambulance. The okay. idea. Oh, was that when you guys were having a little dance? Yeah, party? we had a yeah, dance party. Nobody came. Yeah. So, and this is what a big problem with the the Black Line games are is Black Cell. Sorry. Yeah, Black Cell. Totally different. Black Cell. Black Cell. Black Cell. Black Cell games are <laughs> is that they put objectives out into the game. And then if teams choose not to complete them yeah. and then don't get things because they didn't complete missions. They don't get it. We were, what, five or six people? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely, I, I do love the fact that it's very open world and you can you can kind of make your own decisions and guide the way the game is going to go. But, but also, if you don't make a decision, no one's guiding you to be like, okay, you got to fucking go do this Well, now. so we, yeah. were, we were holding yeah. the... It's very open world in Airsoft, which is yeah. so weird, but cool. It's, it's an amazing experience, yeah. but what I think... There's a lot of people in the community that have negative opinions about the game, but then are also the people that aren't playing objectives or looking for objectives. Yeah, we like definitely a very noticed that. Well, event. I think that's just like because I noticed that I was doing it myself. Is that we're used to a certain kind of gameplay? We are used to capture the flag. We're used to very clear objectives where you don't do anything unless game control tells you this is what you're supposed to be doing, mm-hmm. kind of thing. And anything like so the night that is the nice thing about Black Cell is that they encourage out of the box thinking. But I think they're probably getting a little bit of pushback now because people just aren't used to it. I right. think probably in two or three seasons, this is going to be the norm. Well, so I think because it's such well, a cool like, way to do it. It would be like any but people sport, just aren't though. Yeah, people right? just like, aren't used to it. This is this is how you would essentially get a yeah. goal. This is this is like yeah. a foul. This is you know like you're getting called up for all these things, and it's very black. Caleb and white. did not open his beer in front of the microphone. Yeah, what was that? You've been Caleb. on the podcast for like three years. You trash. It's my podcast. Um, <laughs> Mitch, I just have a question. Karen was talking. I was just trying to let her. I just have a quick thought. question about Mitch's pistol. Was this the same pistol you, you attempted to kidnap me with? But I used my six six self defense moves so, to foil you. Six yeah. six. What? So as a girl. I, in my <laughs> gym class, we had to take self-defense classes, so and they're like, if a, boy ever, if a guy ever comes up behind you and points a knife or a gun at you, this is what you do, and I never thought that would ever come up in my life, you and, Mitch, and Mitch comes up to me, and he tries to kidnap me, and he's walking me, and at one point, I'm walking backwards, and he's got a gun in my ribs, and I grabbed Grab the gun and slide. pointed it out, and I grabbed the slide, so when he hit when he when he pulled the trigger, all the gas just released out of his mag, and he had nothing. And I was like, so, "This is the coolest day of so, my life." Yeah, one. That <laughs> so was stay in school, phys ed, self self. Uh, I feel like works. I never thought that my self defense classes would come in handy because they all sounded so cheesy. And then all of a sudden, I was in an airsoft game, and someone pulled the pistol on me, and I self defense my ass out of there. A LARP game. I LARPed my way out of that. Let's yeah, yeah. All right, so I'm proud. in real life, I would have definitely died, but. <laughs> So in LARPing. We'll wrap up a few stories all in one. With that, <laughs> my only downside about that was the only reason anyone knew you were getting kidnapped in the first place is because the worst timing in my life, I had, I had already kidnapped Caleb and he knew what was yeah. going on. No one else, I was walking out of that base with you. The only reason... The worst thing, too, is that some of my guys were in CP, and they yelled, Hey, I think someone's taking your commander, but no one fucking did anything. No, they shot in the butt, no, and Brad's I say, like, I say Teresa. Like, Karen, just walk, just walk. He used it as a joke, and I'm like, no, I can't move. So, and Brad's like, no, no, Karen, go. I'm like... Especially for being a, a new player, Karen was very fair about it. Dale shot Karen in the ass, and then... But like, Brad... capture of Teresa. Brad had no idea what was going on. 
So Brad's like, oh, it was just a joke. Like, just keep going. And, and she's like, no, like, she's like, no, no. Because she's like, something's there going are... on. Like, this actually has consequences. Yeah. And then Wait, as... I don't know how that you're like, babe, are you coming? I'm like, fucking go. There were a lot just of times where WRC trusted DIA and Division, and we shouldn't have. I and never trusted And every time them. we got burned by either you guys or Quinn and oh, the Division guys, my God. we kept getting burned by you guys, and we kept on trusting you. Well, that was a big thing for us, too. We wouldn't when, learn. When we're at the truck coming up with whatever, whatever plan was next on our agenda, we were like, oh, we can easily walk into WRC because we're nomad, and the second they're going to be like, Oh look, they're coming in the yeah. chat. And blah, blah, yeah, blah. like they're not gonna think. Even twice. even when our guys were like catching on to the fact that like we were we we were getting yeah. like attacked by division and DIA. Like at one point, Dale and his guys they were guarding our CP, and they said only one division or DIA person inside CP at a time, and they have to take their mag out, and they yeah. have guns on them at all times. And <clears throat> even then, like, I was not on board with this. I was like, no, it's fine. And so Quinn and his guys come up to our CP, yep. and Dale tells them, one guy at a time inside CP, everyone else, stand over there, we have guns on everybody. Yep. Quinn had to take his mag out of his gun and stuff. Yep. And I'm like, no, 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 Quinn's cool, come on in, Quinn. You want some no. candy? Because I brought candy. And Quinn's in, and he's talking to me, and I did not get suspicious until he starts asking me about the laptops. And he's like, hey, like, you having trouble running Windows 98? And for some reason in my brain, that sounded like Order 66. <laughs> and I was like... Sorry, what's that? That was a strange... <laughs> Just, as soon as he said Windows 98, I was like, that was a... That was weird. That kind of almost sounded like a code, but like... That was, no. a co- that was such a code! And then all of a sudden... Like, I'm behind the RV, so I don't see anything. I just hear shooting, and I'm like, yeah. Quinn! I trusted you! I was Just slamming the table. I, I'm sorry. Seriously. I was so upset with Quinn. I will never forgive him. Fuck Quinn. I will so, never forgive Quinn like for that betrayal. I like you did not know so, that we stole so, the gas canister from you guys, though. You guys walked out. So, so like, eagle! Anyone see an eagle in here? Yeah, wrapping up a few Nighttime. of those stories. Um, early in the day, the, the story we started telling earlier about Caleb being taken captor very early on in the game as soon as the the night kind of actually started i uh put a gun up against his ribs same i did with t kind of dragged him out of the back but i was gentle i was like guide yourself don't i was like don't yeah be a dick. Guide I, I, I was definitely playing along because i could not get through that yeah, i was like i was like you kind of got two options like i'm not gonna drag you out of here but if like you'll play along i will oh, I'll yeah whatever i was like and Get him out. As I long get... as you kiss me goodnight. No, alright. It's the first hour of the game. I'm like, fuck it. I got nothing to lose. I get him out in front of his base, and I could have probably taken him a long distance away. But I was like, uh, some like, we're walking. I was like, ah, no, I'm not going to kill you, buddy. I'm just kidnapping. He's like, oh, thanks, man. I was like, I just oh, wanna, thanks, dude. I just want to talk. I was like, oh, by the way, turn the fuck around. He's like, what? Like, turn the fuck around, get on your knees. Get on your knees, bitch. I was like, fuck, like fuck you, man. <laughs> I, did, I, did, I did bang, bang you. I didn't dome you. I think about you. that so often. Did you, you didn't actually bang, bang you. Well, I was like, I was like, bang, bang, you're dead. Like, you're like, you're captive. I'm like, oh, oh, okay. And then you walked, you're like 20 feet away. I'm like, he, he didn't actually, like, once Kill again, me. bang bangs and melee kills don't count. Well, so, you didn't kill me, so I was just like, I'm well, going to go back to my CP. Thing, like, realistically, the the me kidnapping him was. I went so back to the CP and I bitched the fuck out of everyone that was there. Yeah. And then everyone, no one killed me. But yeah. Was, it led into. You're just there. We may still so, let I think there was a little bit of confusion with DIA and Division because we were told 
that Division, I don't even remember now that I'm thinking about it, but the other two squads, Division would not attack us unless they had their orange armbands out. And so then everyone was True. like, if we don't see our own jar bands, we're not going to attack anybody. And Maybe you guys kept on only. playing your shady ass games. But I mean, like, and nobody attacked us all game. No. We could literally walk up. DIA! Oh, sorry, miss. My yeah. bad. It let, took me, us, let me sweep this It was floor probably for like you. the <laughs> last three or four hours of the game where we were like, don't let them just walk in, guys. Like, at least stop them. You don't have to kill them, but at least stop them. Because we were also told that if we killed DIA and Division, that they wouldn't want to deal with us. So we were we people were leery to kill you guys yeah. because mm-hmm. then if you guys kept if you guys kept getting shot, you wouldn't yeah. come to us and make deals. But also, y'all stopped making deals pretty early on in the game anyway, so it didn't matter. They were pretty dicks about it. But like, uh, but anyway, so, so when Quinn was. Uh, playing on your trust. <laughs> just eat it. With the, with, with, with the Windows 98 and all that kind of crap. <laughs> okay, so hear, hearing that, hearing Teresa's <laughs> chewing carrot ass, I know it's a sexual thing. I've been right this whole time. Some people find it soothing. People jerk off to ASMRs. There's no way they don't. Yeah, they do. especially after that chew. That's a closed mouth chew. <laughs> Will Christ. you spit that on my chest? <laughs> Can I kiss it later? <laughs> yeah. Um, but so when Quinn was talking to you in our CP and it's like, we have guns on his guys or whatever, there was a lot more of his guys than there were our oh, guys. Yeah, a bunch. And Jamie Talbot. Tal- Talbot? Yeah. Is that how it's pronounced? Jamie. I know Jamie. Jazz's team. Yeah. Uh, a The one person that I know. <laughs> a, a something something. I know this a, guy. a whatever number he was. 24, let's say. Um... But we're we're sitting there, and I, and I look over at him, and this is like a super cool moment, right? Where it's like standoffish, and I'm just like, "Hey, uh, if shit goes down, I'm gonna go for." It. He's like, "Wait, you have something on you." I'm like, "What's that?" He reaches and he goes, "You have a ladybug on you." <laughs> I'm like, "Hold on." <laughs> What? <laughs> I'm about to say some like dope ass shit, and there's a ladybug on me. He's like, oh yeah, God, don't worry about it. I'm so appreciative of that in that moment. I'll join you in that. I did what I was supposed to do. Yeah, I fuck you. Cheers. So why so, do you hate ladybugs of all the bugs? Hey, I let me let me. Let me I apologize. Yeah. Continue with your let story. Let me see my thing. So then, uh, so then Jamie's like, "Hey, I got a ladybug on you." I'm like, "Oh my, that's like embarrassed thing." Jamie, you're number one. Jamie's great. So then, so he's like, I'm, so he's just like, I'm sorry, what were you going to say? And I was like, all right, so like, if shit goes down, who are you taking out? Like, let's fucking plan this now so we're, we're ready, right? He's like, bug up! He, he's, looking, he's looking around, he's like, I'll take the guy on the left. And I'm like, okay, okay. I'm looking around, and there was this guy in like jeans and the plaid shirt with like kind of longish hair. No. And like or, like yellow orange yellow plaid or whatever, and I was like, I want that guy. He's like, okay, okay, whatever. And then like after a few minutes later, he does like some weird like squat stretching thing, and I'm like, I lean over. I'm like, oh yeah, he's totally mine. And we have like a little chuckle or whatever. All of a sudden, some random guy just turns around and shoots me first. <laughs> Me first. They were playing the same game. Right. So he shoots me first. I was like, "Fuck, I'm hit." And then Jamie's like shooting other people. And then all of a sudden, it's like, "Oh, I'm calling for a medic." He's all cool and shit in the grass. And then Dale comes and saves my ass. And he's all like, 
I thought you said you had the guy in the plaid. I'm like, to be fair, I'm fucking dead. His friend shot me first, like after I got revived. And I was like, to be fair, his friend shot me, and then plaid guy starts shooting. So like, whatever. Um, that's that's the thing about these black soul games is like anything could happen. It's straight. It gets straight fucked. But so, I want to go to every single game that they ever run. Well, hopefully there's gonna be five or more next year. Um, and something kind of kind of big on that actually is you, you got to think of it this way. A lot of people yeah. say how different black cell games are compared to Force Recon, but at the end of the day. Those are the only two like major game hosts, uh, except like uh, yeah. Jody Legacy runs amazing games. Icebreaker is a phenomenal game. I had a great time at Icebreaker myself. Yep. Uh, but also like Siege and Ultimate are getting into the milsim like, thing. They're getting a small scale milsims. It's right. awesome because I, I really like that idea. But those are all LARP. It's just not. Yeah. Uh, uh, Force Recon games are military LARP where you're yeah. a soldier. You're a you listen to this person. You're you, in a you squad. gotta salute your commanding officer. Right. Yes, sir. Stuff. Whereas yes, ma'am. Blackstone games are what are we? We're we're Mexican cartel. Then we're a faction from a video game. Then we're like, next thing you're in John Wick. Yeah, you can. There's it's still role play. You're still doing the same thing. It's just uh, the. The if, mindset of what you can do is a bit broader. Yeah. If if uh, if Black Soul does like a Parabellum two, and we are on 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 green team early in the year again, like where it's a little cooler, yeah. I really hope so because I had a perfect outfit picked for that. <laughs> yeah, no, oh yeah. Like, I, had, I had a killer outfit. And I was so pumped, and then all of a sudden it's like, oh no, it's like in the middle of the summer. Mm-hmm. I'm like. I can't wear that. I definitely think it's kind of refreshing that there are two very different concepts in terms of not only, like, the way that the games are run, but those, you know, Black Cell as a community of people, so to say, to, like, that put, you know, their Mm -hmm. thoughts and energy into into these game ideas versus Force Recon, it's kind of nice to have the variation between the two and having played one of one and one of the other... Um, I definitely think going from one that was very much, you know, like you're following these, these are your objectives, this is what needs to happen, there's order, if you don't listen, then like, you know, there's all these things that happen. There's a real strict chain of command. Yeah. Your squad lead talks to platoon lead, your platoon lead talks to the command. Exactly. It's very much like organized, this is what's happening, and there's this, and then that, and this, and that, and it's, it's exciting. And to go from that to a Black Cell game where it's very different and it's much more, you know, it's nice. It's nice having that the two sides of the spectrum. Yeah, I I, I love Nightfall. Nightfall. I will always go to Nightfall. It's always a fun game. Yeah, it's always like the game that everyone. It's like we have a party the night before. Well, we didn't really this year because COVID. Hashtag Nightmare Kegger. We hang out with our friends the night before. We have to have Nightmare Kegger like every game next year. We I because. Caleb and I had to downsize our wedding. We actually have a free keg that we can use at any time. So as soon as COVID is over, we have a free keg and we will have an, we will have a nomad kegger. We're just waiting for the go ahead. So I feel like this is kind of the perfect time to get in the back. So we've talked about how there's two sides of the spectrum Mm -hmm. in Ontario stuff. You got your black cell games, you have your force recon games, totally different dynamics. 
And then, of course, you have your, like, the Delta games and uh, the games that, like, the Black Line games. And, like, there's all sorts of that. But those are smaller, smaller games that people go to in between the bigger games. Those are, like, more, like, boutique-style games. Yeah. Um, Boutique. Oh, it's so Karen of you. (laughs) But. I know. No, uh, what we've said a couple times in the past in podcasts is that there's a lot of people that complain about games. And then continue to just complain and not actually do anything or bring anything to the community. Yeah. I think it's just you have to realize that there's, like, if you want to play that certain kind of game, then only go to those certain kind of games. If you yeah. don't if you don't like the, the overall layout of the other kind of game and, you know, you can't relate to it or, you know, you weren't ready or whatever, you can't find a certain aspect about it to kind of connect with and be like, oh... Like, I got to do this and, you know, completely turn things around or whatever, you know, whatever it may be, then just don't go to those kinds of games. Like, there's so many other kinds of milsims and events that run that you could play your heart out to whatever, whatever you seek and you would have the best time ever because Mm -hmm. you're not going to walk into something already not already going into it knowing you're not going to get what you're looking for from that game. Right. Right. For sure. Well, and. Some people in the community that know Nomad from years ago know that we as a team used to run a game called For Little Brad. Yeah. We ran two games, so it's funny to think... Back to back, if you will. Back to back (laughs) for Little Brads. Um, It's funny to think how long ago that was, but also we have acknowledged the fact that as a team, we have a little bit of experience running games, and we've been throwing around the idea of creating a rule set for a very competitive Milson. Yeah. We've talked about it quite a few times now. The difference being is where Nomad is as a team and socially with every other game host in the community, we're not competitors with anybody. Yeah. Us coming onto the market and saying that, you know what, we have an idea for a game that we want to host. There's not going to be anyone that doesn't support us or doesn't try and work with us to help us host a game. So we, we've been throwing around an idea for a highly competitive Milsim experience where there is tangible numbers of points. Not just, not just flags where it doesn't matter that, you know, it's hard to tell what team did better just because one team held a flag all night compared to, or got the most kills compared to another team that slept in a ditch all night. But like, realistically, like who's better? We've talked about it multiple times of being like, who's actually better in that situation. So we're working on a legitimate rule set, um, to host a game that we can say, this is the actual score. And this is the team that did that. And I know a lot of people listening are like, well, how would you do that? Well, we have a full functioning team that we can host a game where every squad gets a ref to the squad. I'm not going to get into it too much right now, but just know that coming into next year, Nomad's looking into getting back into game hosting. You also have an event planner in your pocket. And we have an event planner. Her name's Karen, so you knew she plans events. But uh, and I expect like so much charcuterie. So oh, 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 don't <laughs> even get me. Like, I charcuterie and clipboard. The, the oh. amount of charcuterie at these events <laughs> is going to be astronomical. <laughs> I almost brought charcuterie tonight, actually. Yes, and I was I like, I would have been, so been ashamed happy. to bring charcuterie to Karen's home because when it, been when shit. it comes to uh, Crocs, Glocks, and Cocks, we got it. Oh, we got it. But, we uh, the, yeah, we got we got we got Crocs, Glocks, and small cocks. 
Yeah. Well, well you, maybe you Cox have, sleeves. But you have a small Glock, and you have a small Glock. We I have, have, a, a, I have we, a bigger Glock. Uh, we have normal we have, size we have the same size. We have, you got a big We have the same Glock. size Glock, but yours is faster. I got a real small dick, though. I make a mean veggie tray. <laughs> That's true. Look at it. But... Going, I mean, going on past... I'm looking at it. I, I can't eat it because it's podcast. Those carrots. Going on past that, though, is... We, we kind of understand that we've been preaching a lot that if you don't like something that's going on in the community, do something you do like. Yeah. And so we should... We're like gonna black work, line, right? Yeah. Like, we're going to do our part next year to try and host something that we like and we hope the community will like. And, and we also hope Not that... Not like, but love. Yeah. We also hope that anyone else in but the community... Love. Like, there's so many ideas out there. Like, mm-hmm. if you're sitting in your basement right now listening to this or something like that, and you have an idea for a game, fucking just do it. If you're a team and you have ten people, you can host a game. Yeah. yeah there's no, we, you can contact a field. We hosted a game based entirely off of a meme argument. Yeah. Like, and we were dumb. <laughs> like, we didn't know what we were doing at all. I and we hosted still, a game. I, yeah. And I think that the problem is, is everyone's like, oh, like, I don't know where to start. Just friggin' is a thunderstorm no, outside. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna have a fire guys, tonight. What the fuck? Just make friends with the guy who runs your local field. And they're pretty open. Like, every field that we've talked to be like, hey, you want to host games? Sure. Like, come host a game. Like, they're open to ideas. They don't really care what you do as long as you don't break the law. <laughs> And, yeah, like, there's so many opportunities well, for people to do cool stuff, but it, it does take a lot of planning that I think people don't want to do. Yeah. But oh, any, we are for hire. Yeah. Karen and I will plan everything. Don't oh. you worry. Well, you this is why Nomad is so effective, because oh. of Karen and T. Uh, <laughs> Get and, that carry blood on your face. Come yeah, in there, it's bottled up, just like that chick in the bathtub water. Right. It's great. Um, but, like, if you have an idea for a game, too, and, and you're just one person, you're like, you know what? maybe nomads could run it or whatever just swing it by us and we can say like yeah that's actually like sounds like a really good game that could really work mm-hmm. or if you need someone to help tweak some ideas or whatever give yeah. us a show we also absolutely love walk. being the first people to do anything like if you've got a cool new idea or if you're running a new game and you're like, hey, we need some idiots to play through this. And we're like, we will yep. be those idiots. <laughs> yeah. We will run through your game. We will find the holes. And we will also just like, we don't even care. We will come and play anything just because we love to play. Right? Yeah. I would spend a night happily in a tree. Um, so <laughs> well, like know, if, if we can find a game that allows us to climb yes. trees, like, I am absolutely down. Through the down. mud, in the trees, through the trenches. No, Karen's going like, to do a lot of like real sim. <laughs> real sim. <laughs> real sim. <laughs> Where's Karen? Karen's not real. Yes, it is, guys. Um, T took 22 hours till the helicopter arrives. <laughs> Karen is playing Predator where on her own. Where did this helicopter come from? It's just, it's just Karen. like, it's like Karen Ice Fisher last year with Jody with a helicopter. Uh, yeah, with, a, with the drone. Radio. Okay, that was awesome. Um, <laughs> so we talked a lot about what your guys' opinions were of Dark Zone. My personal opinions of it were a little bit... Um, I don't skewed? know. If, a little bit skewed. Because for one... Like, looking at it, looking at the game and seeing you guys enjoy it, and, like, seeing the different elements. Dude, Indy. Oh, Indy, why are you buddy. against that? <laughs> Mitch, you had also, like, you'd also commanded the first Dark Zone. Yeah, so, you, so you've, been, you've seen the big picture on both games. Yeah, so why my opinion was skewed is because this time I was completely separated from the game. Whereas the first time I was command, and I spent all the last year commanding, and then this year I was like, I'm playing with my squad, and then... I was asked to be on DIA, and I was like, yep, 100%. Like, 
not that I would ever want to say no or whatever to Black Cell, but it's like, yeah, 100%, you guys need something, I'm going to do it. Like, yeah. they've been amazing sponsors for me. Um, but, so, like, seeing it from the outside, like, I didn't get to experience being there with you guys as a squad, and I only got to kind of see things from the outside. So, not only did I get to see less action than if I was yeah. in the squad, I got to see, like, mid-COVID action, which is nowhere... This year yeah. of Milsim is not so what weird. last year was. No, not at all. Our, our plans for this I year miss, is so different than what's actually been happening. I missed yeah. the opportunity to hang out with so many cool people. Like, and normally, as you, as we said earlier, like, normally before Nightfall, we have a Nomad Kegger. Like, the night before Nightfall, we stayed in the hotel. Mm-hmm. I mean, we did still go and drink. We still drank a little bit and hung out I a little bit, but it was, us back. it was not the level... She's a fast driver. It wasn't me. Well, it wasn't the same level of camaraderie that you get, which is honestly like I I could show up at games and just hang out with people and then never play, and I would still be happy. Like well, it's yeah. it's absolutely the being able to hang out with these people that you would never normally hang out with. Well, yeah. even during games, like I just and I, I said this yeah. to Game Troll, it's like I feel like the atmosphere is weird. People are weird. It's very like, not, eerie. Not bad. Yeah. Not whatever. It's just, it's like, just this weird. is kind of weird. fucking weird. Like, well, that's the thing. It's like when I meet someone, I go for a handshake. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I go, hi, how you do? Yeah. My name is Caleb. Nice to meet you. Yeah. I reach my hand out and they'll be like, ah, oh, that's weird. I'm even, like, um, even games start. So when game start happened, like the last game start we experienced was Nightfall. So. Normally, like, they count down, and then they're like, game on, game on. Everyone runs out. There's yelling. There's yep. explosions. There's yeah. all this. Brian and I stood at the edge of our CP, and our people ran in, and it was silent. It was weirdly really? quiet. It was weird how quiet it was. Like, there were there were no grenades. There were no people yelling. Like, I didn't even really hear, like, like, um, the shots. like fires. Yeah, even we were right? like, ambulance. It was so it was bizarre. So it was... It was the whole game was a very, very quiet game. And even when we were... Um, it was nighttime and we had some guys guarding the CP and one of the guys that was guarding didn't have nods and he said, he's like, well, I'm not really going to see anything. And I'm like, dude, it is silent out here. You're going to hear them coming. Yeah. Like it was, it was a, the feel, the feel was definitely weird this year. I'm so excited for hopefully next year when things are back to normal (laughs) and we can all like breathe a little bit more around each other. Like it was, it was uncomfortable the whole time. Ah, there you go. Nice and loud. Um, well, for me, like, also just not being in the action. So, like, yeah. I'm walking around the field. I'm walking back and forth the command zones trying to, like, do mission, like, for you guys. Yeah. Like, I'm not where the firefight is most of the time. So, I don't know. Like, usually even, yeah. like... <laughs> oh, Lord. That cat is going wild tonight. Um, usually, most games, as the night goes on, there's usually, like, one or two good firefights that last a while. Like, usually it's, like... Two story or three story. Typical there spots. There was zero action in three quiet. story, and there was yeah. zero action two story. Yeah. yeah. The next morning, when we woke up, yeah. as as our oh, fearless leader. How was leader, that beautiful nap, by the way? I've never slept so much out of Melson. I had to. I had to. I was like, oh. I was so cold. I only had a bodysuit on and that sweater. You're oh, welcome. No. You're welcome to edit this out. But as Brian, our commander, said, it kind of felt like Legion was solar powered. Oh Because yeah. as soon as the sun came up, all of a sudden Legion was on the field <laughs> yeah. again. Yeah, because they took a nap during the whole night time. So, we've kind of talked a little bit about our opinion of the game. We solar powered? 
We were up numerous times. Oh yeah, I saw you guys. The yeah. problem with us is that like, we were so game. And also, you were you were part of you were game element. You were yeah. So we were we were waiting to find out when just busting your chops. Yes, God, it's hard to, it's hard to stay up all night if nothing's happening. Yeah, looks you're waiting because and like we had said earlier about like if a team doesn't. This actually reminds me of something I was saying earlier when we were talking about the juggernaut was. Blackstone gives these events that if you complete objectives, you can do different stuff. And if you, as a team, choose not to do stuff, well, it's like, yeah. what's DIA going to do? What are we supposed to do if you're not completing objectives you need to get us to do stuff? Yeah. Like, with the with the Juggernaut. I don't know if that was a thing that he only got out that late because that's when a team finally completed objectives. I think so. But with, with the ambulance that we were holding so. off the very start of the game, no yeah. one came for it. We got killed. Yeah. And taken away from it. Like, our objective was to hold no it. one went for it. And th- it was it was in the middle of a fucking field. It's a big vehicle. It's a giant vehicle. And yeah. it just sat there. No for one hours. touched it. No one even, no one was even hours. like, hey, I don't know. Can I get in this? Can I do something but with I this? Like, I remember being be at, like, yeah, sorry. sorry. No, you go. Rock, person. Yeah. Like, like, one, two, boom. One, two, three, shoot. Yeah. Okay. One, one two, two, three, three shoot. shoot. Scissor, scissor. One, two, three, shoot. Paper, paper. One, two, three, shoot. Oh, I oh, win. Oh, I win. God damn it. My point first. So, uh, <laughs> I was going to say, like, I remember, like, look at my clock or whatever and be like, oh, my God, it's only been, like, two hours of this game or whatever, where it feels like it's been, like, six hours. Yeah. I just remember being, like, 11 o'clock at night, and I was like, you know what? I'm kind of done with the game at the moment just because it's like nothing's really happening the yeah. opposing team is very solar powered as as what, what, what's um right. what we kind of experienced yeah. um but like it was it was a really weird game because but also covid right yeah. so it's like covid you have to stay away from people yeah. but at the same well, time I think black still games people were only showing and it was very weird yeah, but I just remember being at like eleven o'clock. I was I was chilled, but like at the same time, not much was happening. So I was like, "Fuck, do I just take a nap or like?" What? I think it was Black a weird could lull moment. Host the best invite only game ever. Oh, guaranteed. That's the thing. Oh, is that, for sure. Like, uh, I would go invite only games. Me. Are different. Like, then they could do the rule set and they invite yeah. teams that they know are going to play the objectives. Yeah. Because yeah. we had we had people coming to came to the game, which, like, it was... New players are great because they help grow the community, but new players are very different. They also and I fucking think, suck. I think, uh, I, think, I think a Black Cell game, I don't think that's a game for a new player. I think that be, you have to have a decent understanding of... One, even just the field that you're on. Yeah. Like I, when they asked me to, when they asked me to help sure. Ryan command, I only said yes because it was at PRZ. Because PRZ, but PRZ and NQ are really the only two fields that I feel confident enough that I'm like, yeah, I could command from that because I know the fields. Hmm. Right? Like, so you need to have a good understanding of the field, but you have to have a good understanding of like basic airsoft rules before you can play a game that is so meta and out of the box like a black cell game so like if black cell did an invite only game that was really only like um what's it called established teams that have been playing for a while you could get some interesting stuff going on i want someone to create like a purge style game oh that'd be so cool game would be amazing i would live for that that would be especially right now with everything that's going on like an actual like covid and politics and that yeah no that would be (laughs) 
insanity. Yeah, so fun fact, I play Airsoft because it's not the real world. Uh, so <laughs> That's a movie. That's not real. Well, I mean, look at America right now. Yeah, but it's military style games based off real world. No? So not really. I don't, think, I don't think people are playing as a white John rhino. Wick. No, that's a movie. That's a movie. John Wick's a movie. John Wick's a movie. It's not real though. It's a movie. The purge happened, Karen. You the just purge survived. is not real. Yeah. It's uh, the, the United <laughs> States of America is straight up fucked, but it's also I'm politics just based off and not airsoft related based at all. Off, you know? So we're gonna leave this conversation because I win and also airsoft. <laughs> right? That's like exactly that. how I end arguments too. I was like, this is over because I win. That's not true. At Anyways. All. I know it's not. I lose all the time. Exactly. Um, but so we've talked about what all of our opinions were on Dark Zone, and for the most part, they're they're positive. We, we I have fun. Black Cell also knows that they find issues in their own game, and then they work on them yeah. for the next year. Do I feel that this year was a little bit of a step back from how last year was? Yes, but. That's only because I wasn't actually part of the game, so I don't know what I, fucking happened. I feel like, like my any, super I feel any game this year is you can't this none of these games are going to be on the same spectrum as games in previous years because of COVID. As because a, everything is weird. Yeah. Right? So I, I, I feel I, like you can't judge anything this year ba- like you can't compare anything this year to anything in previous years because it is so weird. Go ahead. As the <laughs> only person at this table. Thank you. That uh, has played both games fully. Oh, true. Well, right. I, I, I played as a player both times. So um, yeah. I would say last year was definitely a little bit more wild, but I would say both years were still super fun. Also, like, what, like, what time of year was Dark Zone last year? November. November. Was it? November. Yeah, that's when Michigan and I first started Because it was cold. It was November I think, last year. I think the year, big thing where, so we, where we had player attrition was people were not prepared for how cold it was. Yeah. At yeah. one point, also, I was, I was wearing game. all of the layers that I brought, plus I was wearing Brad's sweater and um, Ryan Dominic's coat. Huh. And I had my own coat and sweater and thermal. Like, I had so many layers. I had like six layers on my torso at one point. It was so cozy. So I wore a thermal shirt with thermal pants, uh, a pair of like water-resistant pants, because I was told it was supposed to rain, I wore a fleece shirt and then a rain jacket. That's what I wore. Um, and I made coffee for days. But so, something... Like that guy in Black Hawk Down. <laughs> Ian McGregor's character. It was great. <laughs> so we kinda, we've kind of gone over our opinions. We've, we've talked about the game. Um, something that we posted on Instagram. That fucking none of you guys shared. What? Oh, wait, you did, didn't you? About, uh, about okay. uh, questions for what you I, I, I always I will I always... brag day and night at how, like, computer savvy I am. I I'm really shit at Instagram. I share all the time, and no one replies to me. Don't even get me started. I feel like they clicked the link I tried to get them to do that three years ago, and they were like, no, we don't need that tea. And I was like, okay, I'm creating it just to have content. We have some other... Some some people from the community have have sent in their Answers. their opinions. Are the, these the questions. rapid fire things? We'll go through them a okay. little bit. So they're questions. They're no, they're opinions. no. They're, the question was, what was hey. your opinion on? Yeah, let's, I would let's, like to point out that you missed you missed the K in Dark Zone. You called it Darzone. <laughs> well, that's no, what it's called now. Darzone. It's the zone. The zone. That's how I. That's how I the illegally zone. watch the Super Bowl every year with the zone. 
The um, zone. Anyhow, so football. First one coming it. from actually, I'd like to do a little bit of shout out for him. Remember last us talking about. Uh, Turkish Airsoft. Yes. Guys officially passed him to CDC, which is congratulations. Woo! Good for him. Great fucking guy. Huge Nah, fall around. Best part is, gotta call, <laughs> gotta call him out on this, though. Didn't even know the team name he was passed in on, but that's okay. <laughs> he didn't I'm, know? I'm just busting your balls, buddy. Yeah, he said Canadian Defense Contracting. What does CDC uh, stand for? It's Carbon Defense Contracting. Carbon? Yeah, I gotta call him out for it, because that's hilarious. Can you? Why, would, a, why is it carbon? Why is it carbon? I don't fucking know. Kino, that's dumb. Yeah, carbon it's Canadian Defense Contracting. From now on, everyone listening, it is Canadian Defense Contracting, and Turkish was right. Kino was wrong. But it's carbon. It's kind of cool. It's like a. It's like. It's I was trying to think of a really good Can joke where the D was carrots. dicks, but I got nothing. <laughs> C dick C. <laughs> Anyways, he says, uh, "Great game dynamic, amazing squad battles, and twists and backstabbing. What more could you want?" Which is. I love all the twists and the backstabs. That, that was probably my game. favorite part of it. I, I would say that really described the game. There's twists yeah. and backstabbing. Mm. I wish it was in a like, positive manner. I wish it was almost a little bit more like blatant. Like I wish it was a little bit more like dramatic. Well, the thing is, we didn't get to oh, experience, like a Spanish soap opera. We didn't get to yes. experience it the same way that the players in the game. Yeah, did. true. I I felt that Quinn betraying me, like the piece of shit that he is, was very dramatic. Yeah, true. Fuck Quinn. Fuck Quinn. Piece Fuck of Jason shit. and Quinn. <laughs> Fuck Cody Cook. <laughs> yeah, are we allowed to? Are we supposed Don't to never stop it right now? Uh, okay. Next question. I'm pretty sure we're not supposed to say that anymore. Not about Cody Cook or. Um, Next question. I will say fuck Jason as often as I want. Next question. And I will back my bro. Next. What? They don't listen question. to this channel. Hey. Okay, fine. Until I tell them to, because we shouted out their this fucking bands. This question. is a nomad personal ma matter, and it's also just a joke. Next, Next question. Fucking question. <laughs> now, now the community knows it goes real deep. Next question. Anyways, um, sorry. Before you say anything more, Cody Cook says that he's jealous that we're recording right now and might have to make a trip. I'm gonna take this time to say, "Fuck Cody Cook. You're a piece of shit. You're not allowed on our podcast. <laughs> Fuck that Cody Cook. Fuck, Fuck that Cody, Cody Cook." Okay, <laughs> next question. Okay, from Aegis underscore Lifeline, uh, Stephen, uh, amazing dude that dropped the ball, man. He says, "Speaking of dropping the ball, I can't believe you stole Lucas from me, <laughs> and I got yelled at afterwards for it." Bracket as a joke. So what had happened in my um, in my adventures as a Agent Karen and I found a time with Aegis where Lucas was left all alone, where he was supposed to be on guard duty. Lucas, once again, WRC security fallen short. Lion and who's in charge of these idiots? Lion and Lifeline were holding a staircase. Lost and Lifeline was checking rooms and left Lion all alone. And I was like, all of a sudden, he's like, "Hey, buddy, what's up?" And I was like, "You're coming with me." Don't say a fucking word. He's like, what? He's like, put your gun down. You're coming with me. And then I kidnapped him to our uh, to our base for a good half hour and made him hang out with me. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I just want friends. I'll kidnap them. I'm just loving it. We fed him pizza. We fed him pizza. The whole time, the ages had no idea where. He had some drinks for my, for my pink sparkly There class. was pizza? Yeah. 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 Oh, I, I told you to come I with me. I would have let you guys kidnap me. I told you to come with me. I was like, T, I have food. Come with me. You brought you me said a croissant. food, not pizza. A croissant. I, I, I brought her a croissant. I would have given you guys all of our Shea Tech for a slice of pizza. Yeah, I was like, T, at 3 o'clock in the morning, I would have given you anything for pizza. So this this game, all of a sudden, one of their key members was had disappeared, 
And he just had no For idea. Like there 40 was, minutes. There was no context of it. It's just that Luke's was gone. So Lifeline started freaking out, basically thinking that uh, line just fucked off for no reason. Lucas! And then uh, when it later found out that the reason that Lucas was gone was because Lifeline took his eyes off him, it, it the whole team kind of turned back on him, joking, and be like, Rest well, maybe if you would watch him. So, uh, but also, Age Lifeline, another guy that, I, like, we've met quite a few times, but I've never had a chance to get, like, closer with him. Oh, thunderstorm getting a lot worse. Apparently, like it's a big one. Um, I, I haven't had many times to like actually like. I don't know, like develop that, more of a. Sorry, friend. is that Steve? Yeah, Steve. Yeah. Oh, Steve's a sweet guy. I haven't had I haven't had a chance to like develop more of like an actual friendship with him. We've been talking yeah. a lot this year. Fucking great dude. The big he, thing I'm noticing is, is that I either know you by your real name or your call sign or your face. Yeah. It never. Never more than one of those things. <laughs> Steven has a cute face. Steven's a god. He does have a cute face. There you go. He's a, he's a cute he's boy. He's a cute boy. What's the next one there, Mitchie? The next one. We'll, we'll, give, it, we'll give it over to you. This guy? Yeah. From Aegis Lion. Woo! He says... <laughs> Are you done? Yeah. You're 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 covering over my voice, and that's not cool. That's like a nice little background. No, it's it's, it's distracting. <laughs> he says, "Tough, uh, love the game, but I wish the teams were better balanced, or did I just kick their asses?" <laughs> well, I feel like I feel like did, Lion kicked I'm everyone. I'm sorry, Lion. Did you specifically no, kick said, their asses? Said did we? He said we. We. He we. said we. So poor ages. I told, I gave them patches because we found out like three hours before game start that if anyone had level two or three patches from the previous year, they could use them. And so we, we spread out to everyone and we're like, if you have patches from last year, give them to me. And I took all of them. I think we ended up having like three level three and three level two, something like that. Like we had like six or seven patches and I gave them to, I gave all of them to Aegis. I'm like, you boys go up into that three store and you hold that three story for the game. 11 hours later, I go into the three-story, and they see me, and they're like, are we allowed to eat? And I'm like, oh my god, have you guys been here this entire time? And they're like, you told us to. And I'm like, oh no! Hey, I completely forgot about so you boys! A, a fun fact when it comes to Milsoms as a commander, when you tell a team to do something, they oh, do that thing. Do you really want to go there? Oh! Do you want to go there and go bad? Who I lost Solid two hours at nightfall? I like to comment that it's Mitch Murphy's fault. <laughs> I was at the hospital. No, I was at the beer store beside yeah, the hospital. Were, you were, I was in the hospital. You two were out there. We field. had radio. Yeah, I came back. So I felt so bad for Aegis because, like, even before the game, I was like, I'm going to get you guys in the building as fast as I can. I'm going to get you guys up there so you have, like, you. So I want you guys, your CQB guys, I need you guys to hold this building. I put them in the building at the very, very beginning of the game. I don't think they, like, I don't think any of them went through a mag before like three o'clock in the morning. No. Because just, because we went up in the building so fast because I don't know, I don't know if Legion had any patches from last year. So right off the bat, we had six boys in the three story immediately. And I think, I don't know if they did right off the bat, but I know even if they did, it's a long road to the three story from their mm -hmm. CP. They never would have made it. So we held the three story and the, more or less the kitchen. We lost the kitchen a couple times. We held the kitchen the entire game. Or sorry, not kitchen. Three story. My bad. We, uh, held the kitchen, we held the three-story the entire game, and I felt so bad for those boys because it was so boring, but it was important because we were we were mining Shaytag, but it was boring. The opposite side of that level three thing is that you guys didn't spend any time in the boatyard, which was right behind their spawn. Oh my gosh, and they had no... Yeah. So, 
personally, but you, you weren't allowed to attack at a certain point in time. As a, as a commander, yeah, we cool. we did go out there a little bit, and then at some point it was irrelevant because we were asked to no longer attack their CP. Because to be fair, this was an absolute dick move. But we had one squad of guys roll through their CP, and like ten minutes later, we had another guy group of guys roll through their CP. And then ten minutes later, we had we had three guys within a half hour, like three groups of guys roll through their CP and just just take Annihil- everything, well, I just, just well, annihilate I just, them and take everything. Well, so I get that, and also like I don't, as far as I understand, we also don't have final numbers on what the result of this game was. You guys could have lost. For all for all we know, we ah. lost. From what I've been told is that it was a very very close game until about two o'clock in the morning, and. Personally, I think the only reason why we pulled ahead is because we didn't have player attrition like they did. Yeah, well, we, they, well, they lost. Their, their solar panels ran out. A lot of their players went off the field at around two thirty, three o'clock in the morning, and our guys stayed on the field. And I honestly that, think that that was probably one of the only reasons why we pulled ahead, just because well, we had the we had the bodies. Something that I think some game hosts, if not us, should realize is that. You can host a game where if a certain objective is completed, the game is then over. Like the game, you don't have to force the game to go until eight yeah. o'clock the next morning if the game is noticeably over at two o'clock. What yeah. I recommend then is have some have a fallback plan that says any of the players that are available right now, especially a pure Z, is a perfect feel for it. Yeah. If the if the game is over at two o'clock and it is just monotony, say okay. Game is called right now. Any of the players alive on the field, just so you know, get called back by command. We're going to go do walk-on style games in buildings. And then those players that would then spend... Those players that would then spend the game having the most boring time of their lives fighting no one... Yeah. Sit for no fucking reason. I had I had at least two full squads of guys say, if you don't mind, we won't go into their CP, but we're gonna go look around. And I'm like, yeah, do what you want, right? We're, like yeah. do whatever you want to do as long as our objectives are being held. And we had two or three guys take a full lap of the field and they're like, I don't think anyone's here. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So and that, that's no one. Like that that takes away from the fun of the game. Parking yeah. They were there was a, there was a full us. squad right by DIA that never left the yeah. park. Force Recon. I will like, I will 100% drinks, shut up Force like, Recon. Force Recon, at one point, I'm pretty sure Ruli had two or three guys that were doing, like, recon kind of stuff. And then Force Recon were the only ones on the field. Because I had so many people come back to CP be like, we just got wiped by Force Recon. And I'm like, what? Yeah, no, they're... Force Recon was demolishing. They were not there to play. They were there to slay. Absolutely, absolutely. They wiped out. They would wipe. They wiped out a bunch of our squads a couple times. And I and they like we had guys who couldn't. They couldn't find them afterwards. I'm like, well, obviously they're out in the field. Go find them and kill them. They're like, we don't know where they are. And then they come back dead like all the time. It's the same. Think of it. Fucking dodging them. This is the first year that so Force Recon did recruitment. They're back yeah. on the field. This is the first year since we've been playing that Force Recon is fielding a team. They're That's very true. Around. And you have, you have to think of it this way. We haven't experienced playing with Force Recon. They're a bunch of dicks. <laughs> they're great, but they're dicks. Fuck Force Recon. Fuck those guys. Fuck everyone. <laughs> and Jason. Um, <laughs> hey. Fuck Jason. Why are you hitting me? We're going to kick you out of this podcast. It's my podcast. Don't be rude. Okay, You're moving on. Moving on. Okay, back to... No one even has any idea who Jason is. Anyways, it'd be the exact same as if we were to take three years off, 
run games and then all of a sudden come back and people will be like, holy shit, those guys actually know how to play this game. Yeah. Right? So for us, when we got into it, we're like, yeah, Fourth Street, they host games. They don't know fuck all about playing the games. And like, we haven't actively gone up in a gunfight against them. Yeah. Uh, and like, good for them that they haven't had to do that. I, I'm trying to even think of if we've ever seen these you, guys out you, on the field. You've never faced I play, them. I play with Dodge. <laughs> we have played um, with Dodge. Because Dodge has come out to Niagara a few times to play. <clears throat> but, yeah, a bunch of these guys, I've never actually seen them play. But and like, seeing them play, I'm like, you bunch of dicks. Like, yeah. they're awesome. They're great to play against. But they come out of nowhere because <laughs> you you, for, you forget about Force Recon. Like, they're a, uh, fairness. They're a Force to Recon Oh, with. my oh God. God. Oh, <laughs> hello. It is kind of your garbage. Come it's on, kind of impressive funny. the fact that they've been able to host so many games for so many years. Mm-hmm. Take a step back from the actual player aspect. Go into more of the commander we're in controlling. Absolutely, moving all the pieces, and they're seeing people come out. Try this move. Try this. They're seeing people. You know. Put these moves into place. Does it work? You, Next people come out, they try the same thing. It yeah. doesn't work, so they try another option. They're hearing all the feedback. They're and also, what works. Nightfall is what? They've done nine Nightfalls? Not yeah. Now. They know PRZ so oh, well. But, like, oh, even, sure. like, the equipment. They have Mocha, who has, you know, his Everything. store. They have the connection. They have, other, you know what I mean? Like, With they're the coming in. They have the strategic yeah. side of things. They have Long the, story short, Force Recon, go fuck yourselves. Yeah, they're coming yeah, into a bunch it being, of like, we know the map. We know the plans. We know all the schematics. We're yeah. gonna fuck you up. Well, I think absolutely. I think also like this, I would love to play this them. year. Oh, absolutely. it would be. I would be like, yo, so much fun. Let's do this. The other thing is like this year, so they're breathing some new light into the team. They're taking on some new members because there are some members in that team. Not like so. Obviously, the leaders of that team are Jane Dodge. Dot not Dodge. Dobbs. Fuck Dodge. Dodge is on. Fuck Dodge. Dodge is on. Dodge. Dodge. Dodge is actually nomad. Jay and Dobbs. <laughs> Phenomenal dudes. I never actually seen them. Shout on the field. out to them. Yeah, Woo! great dudes. They're awesome. Uh, the Dodge is a fucking bruiser out on the field. We've been playing with him for years now. Chris Zeke. But also, he's such a sweetheart. You forget yeah. too. You forget that he's an absolute badass on the uh, field. You're like, oh, it's Dodge. He's so sweet. And you're like, oh god, he just demolished. I us. shot. <laughs> I shot him when he was like already they, at, at dark side. Force Recon bad. rolled RCP. Like, at least twice. And, like, had a full force of at least eight guys taking out, like, 20 of our guys. Like, yeah. just wrecking us. Yeah. And as I'm having, like, what, what is even happening right now? And someone's like, it's Force Recon. I'm like, oh, of course it fucking is. <laughs> of course it is. They would know where to attack from because they know the Those so sneaky well. bitches. Well, the thing that, like... We love you, but you're sneaky bitches. So, but you also gotta remember, like, a lot of people out there don't know, like, all the members of Force Recon. Like, you got Loki, the sneakiest fuck I know. Like, the sneakiest. He's great. Chris Z, that tall X-Men looking motherfucker. Um, I don't know, I'm pretty he's sure so that's pretty. all of them. Jeremy Dawg. <laughs> <laughs> I still like two people. But then also, then, you got Mocha, um, who's... I don't know. You forget that Good, these guys, as much as they are, they run games and they run stores. You forget that they're players. I've never seen Moke on the field, but I have. Yeah. he is he is hosting speed stuff stuff. He's an ex paintball player. You forget He's that these guys Nelson. are very very involved. Some of the but very involved, very for years. Yeah, yeah. but they for also long, this is their lifestyle. Absolutely, it's, it's, you know. It's hey, it's a girls' are... podcast now. Yeah, I guess so. It's uh, their podcast now. But they also just it's their girls' podcast. And just. <laughs> Um, wow. 
What was that noise? <laughs> anyway, so they're, they're also breathing new life in the team. Masturbation sounds. <laughs> By bringing Shane onto that team, though. Shane's so nice. Shane's, awesome. Shane's unreal. Wait, was Shane the one with the tiny little shorts? He's, no, he's the tall, who ginger, the, tall ginger boy. No, who had the tiny, tiny shorts? I don't know shorts. who that guy is, but I loved his inseams. Somebody <laughs> had tiny, tiny shorts at Nightfall. Whoever if you, you know who you are, like and comment I feel and like, share. I feel like Massive he thought us. I was making fun of him when I was like, sick inseams. And I was like... Sick fucking inseams, but... No, you don't understand Mitch how much Nomad jealous. appreciates a short short. I'm wearing short shorts right now. Um, right now. But so they brought Shane on, and yeah, Shane has been a great fucking answer. guy on the podcast already. Um, I mean, yeah, like, are we? am I a little bit jealous that we didn't try and send first? A little bit, but honestly, I thought he was going to be a gay speed soft player. So I didn't think... I didn't really think much of it. That a girl. But anyways... Remember that time you chugged a beer? <laughs> that one time. <laughs> we've uh, we've talked about Force Recon. We've talked about Aegis. We've talked about Black Cell. Uh, about we forgot Man. to talk about how great um, Crywolf is this podcast. We usually do that. We do like the same four teams. Oh, Crywolf is awesome. amazing at Dark Zone. You know, wow. they really had great representation. They had a lot of guys out. It was a lot of fun. <laughs> they weren't there. Um, they're, they're also, so unrelated, but uh, fuck Crywolf. Yeah, fuck Crywolf. Fuck those guys. <laughs> yeah, fuck them. We, we used In to be besties. Remember that time where we were all besties? We were trying to make Mad Wolf. Mad Wolf. Mad Wolf. I feel like Danny can't hear us. <laughs> no. <laughs> so, I'm letting silence just for Danny. I will put this out into the universe and hope that it comes true, but if I ever get to command another game again, and Nomad and Crywolf are on the same team, Mad Wolf is going to happen, and you guys are going to roll, and it's going to be amazing. <laughs> Can we please put shit on our face? Absolutely put shit on your face. No, put like, paint, put... paint, paint, paint. I don't mean paint, it. Crap, I don't mean it. At least mud, not shit. I don't want, um, I don't want I paint on. I want, like, the paint smears. Like, I want, like, like, like in, like in um, Predator. I have all the paint shit Yeah, like that. Predator. I want it all. So what Dude, I, the we'll first Mills right and I ever played, we Dude, were doing, I'm we did down. face paint for the night. I think it was, what was, it wasn't Judgment Day. It was... Was it Judgment Day? The first Milsim I played with you. No, oh, Olympus was, Divided. Olympus Divided. No, judgment Day was with me. That was I was not at Judgment Day. Oh, weren't you? No. Are you sure? No, baby, you were there. Because you, you came to my mom's house. <laughs> oh. That game. Oh! <laughs> There's reasons why I don't remember that. Damn, we're not going to talk about <laughs> oh, you it. Oh, there, I think I heard about this. Oh, I... Teresa got so drunk she forgot an entire Milsim. Actually, oh no, I, uh, I remember now. You were You were not at Judgment Day. <laughs> No. Did this have that thing with the porch? No. No. Oh. With the porch? porch? What happened with the porch? Did he discuss? Karen, what have you done with the porch? So, Judgment Day is a whole other animal in which I was under a lot of stress because I was in my final semester of school and I decided to drink an entire bottle of gin. That a girl. And then I and then it was yeah. a heat wave and we were oh. running in the woods and oh, I thought no. I was legitimately going to die. It so, like I was called off the field because of an emergency. Turned out <laughs> This chick just had a hangover. I was trying. I was so And And we upset. left for nothing. I made him take me home. That bitter at all. Drive the two and a half hours home from Barry. I was like, you need to take me home. I can't lie on this picnic table any longer. A half hour on their way home, I she goes, cool. oh, I feel much better now. I'm like, you, you could have just sat in the AC. But Judgment Day was a killer game. We had some good stories. Oh, yeah. I have no stories. from it. Okay. Hang on, let's back up a little bit. We can edit everything else out because that's, no one needs to know about that. 
So, you know what? Did you just decide the editing process? I absolutely no, decided it. I get to uh, listen to this podcast before it goes live. I might not even cut out the parts where I said I stop, get timestamps. It's now mine, Teresa. So, no Olympus Divided was the first Milsom that I ever played. It was at PRZ. And that's when we met. Oh my god. Jazz I'm, was there. We oh met that guy god. who gave us their patches like last year. Andy. Yeah, it was it Jazz? Oh, that was yeah. Jazz. Black, oh. Blackwell. I yeah. feel and terrible that that up, was Jazz. Like, yeah, I gave you patches and you're like, oh shit, I don't remember you. Jazz came yeah, up. To, I felt terrible because once again, I'm so bad at faces and names and call signs. Jazz came out to us. He's like, oh, I remember you guys from Olympus Divided. You guys were so great. You played really good. Here, have some patches. I'm like, cool. I don't know you. Don't feel too bad because <laughs> that's the guy that didn't oh, recognize me no. from three feet away while I kidnapped Cal. <laughs> But so at Olympus Divided, or we cow. had um, I, I don't know. I call you. I call you like seven different. We things. had face paint, and we were like, "Let's all do face paint." I don't know if you guys know um, who this like really indie artist. His name's David Bowie. But <gasps> he's like super underground, right? <laughs> he's super underground. You probably haven't heard of him. But one of his album covers, he's got like a lightning bolt on his face, and there was nothing that I wanted more that entire Milsom than to use the camo paint to do the lightning bolt. I'm pretty sure and you're talking about one of the guys from Kiss, though. Nobody would do it for Stop me. Stop hitting the table. She can hit it all she wants. Nobody, nobody would do it for me, so I couldn't do it because I'm really Sounds bad like at doing my intro. own makeup. Really so I didn't get my lightning bolt of camo paint. But next time that we do a Milsom, that's at nighttime, and we do face paint. Nighttime. I'm gonna give myself a fucking Bowie. Why not daytime? Ball. You can appreciate it more. Well, I'll do it with are, you. Are, are you going to stop Absolutely. the table again? Or Maybe. Yeah, gonna... she is. Maybe. You know what they say about tables? Shut up. Spit on them. Spit on them. <laughs> you can slap them. <laughs> you can do whatever you want. I feel like we've been talking for a really long time. It's only been a couple hours. <laughs> uh, so we will wrap it up, though. Yeah. In general consensus at the end of this podcast, I really think from all of us would just be fuck Black Cell. Fuck what? those guys. They're the <laughs> worst. You know what? <laughs> fucking worse. Mitch Saborin. Mitch fucking Murphy. Are you kidding me? Mitch Saborin is... No, you... I know that. Oh. I'm making a joke. Mitch Saborin is like word. the opposite of whatever a cool guy is. He has never been nice to me. <laughs> he's never supported me at all. Like, he's never really, like, given me the confidence to go out and command a game. Like, he's pretty shit. <laughs> so, this is my shout out to Mitch Saborin. Fuck you. <laughs> that sounds like an all lie. Mitch Saborn has been so nice to me the last like three years. So I don't know if you remember Mitch, I- but our first nightfall, I was our squad lead and Mitch Saborn was our commander. And he was so nice to me. And I was like so high stress that whole game. And he was so chill and he was I so cool. I forgot you were our squad lead for that game. Yeah. He no, was- I didn't. <laughs> and, the next year, and the next year. Is that why you don't we- like Teresa? <laughs> The next year we weren't under him. We were under um, we decided to play Fletcher. Fletch. We decided to switch oh, sides, and we played not with him. And you could tell, Aww. like it was totally a different dynamic not playing with Mitch. Um, and then now this year we played with him a bit. We hung out with him a bit. Like the Black Cell guys are so cool. They're super fun. And like Matt too. Yeah, Matt's such a cool guy. Crap. Like they're awesome guys. I love hanging out with well, them. The thing Horrible. is, like sometimes I think we also forget. Like so there's. Black Cell promotions that run the game. But there's Blackthorn, the team, who also... Same people. They they do... They, yeah, they. it's just like a Nomad Run game, and then we gave like ourselves a different name if we... Yeah. Yeah. They're super but, cool guys. Uh, they're great guys. They're all out on the field. Yeah. I've had a lot of times drinking with them that I do not remember. 
the amount of the amount of stories that they had about knowing me, and I'd walk oh, up. God. And, I'd walk up, and they'd be like, "Oh, what's going on?" And I'd be like, "Who the fuck are you?" Weirdly like, enough, cool. the amount of stories that they had knowing me, and I don't really know them. Yeah. Oh, that's because I was walking around sharing. Welcome. Uh, yeah. yeah. Shut the fuck up. Oh my man. god. Um, but yeah, the Black Cell guys, the Black Thorn guys, like they're super cool dudes. I'm super excited for November seventh when they're coming to Niagara. It'll be super fun. And we're all gonna chill in like our own socially distanced bubbles. Of course. Of twenty five minutes. We get to drive only like twenty minutes as opposed to the yep. four hours. It would be very nice to not drive four hours to yeah. hang out with be nice airsoft airsoft friends. people. Yeah. CXSL Battle well, Tournament, Moco, the, be there. The thing with, with the sponsorships that this podcast have is a, lo- a lot of shows and stuff that like kind of get sponsors, it doesn't make a lot of sense, or it's just like kind of one-sided and like a publicity Like that thing. time we had a Tech Deck sponsor. Yeah. Oh, that was so <laughs> cool. It was the coolest week. Um, <laughs> but it's with Black Cell and with Speed Nation, it's very symbiotic. Like, it, we, we, we kind of, that just made me think about like Venom and shit. Keep going. Anyways, um, why did it, I think whatever? Yeah. They're called the symbiotes. Anyways, symbiotes. Whatever. Uh, so it, like it makes sense. Like they're game hosts. They run great games. We love those fucking guys. What's up? You putting your hand up? Just giving her the finger. But so that wraps us around to the end of this podcast. So thank you all for joining us this far in. Um, really. I, I, as much as I love this and this little boom mic brings me back, uh, I really can't uh, wait a month until ago. I much rather prefer having a, my it own. It was microphone. so cool. We had our own microphones. We had our own stuff. We could hear like, each other talk. It was so cool. Ooh. No, we, we will. Oh, yeah, it was the four of us. Tell you what. Tell you what. T and I'll take this one. So the you last time, the last time you guys recorded a podcast in my house. I yeah. was playing Among Us in the other room, and Such a I don't game. know if it made it into the episode, because I'll be honest, I didn't listen to it. Could you guys hear me yelling? No. Oh, good. Oh, good. Don't worry, honey. I your, told your before the podcast even out. started, I said, you know what? I won't play Among Us tonight, because I'll yell, and if I yell, it'll interrupt the podcast. All of a sudden, all you hear is, that's fucking sus! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Have you, then, played, then you, read, you played The Last you re- of Us? And then you listen to you it. You have to. so good. Anyways. We're gonna, we should do a Moral of the story. Up. Moral of the story. Fuck Black Cell. Fuck uh, Quinn. Fuck Quinn. Fuck, fuck Cody Quinn. Cook. Jason. Fuck uh, Jason. Uh, Cry Wolf. Fuck Cody Cook. Cook. Fuck Cry Wolf. You know what? Everyone is garbage except for us, I think. We're like I mean, we're, we're pretty much the only good ones. So here's a fun segue. Everyone is trash but Nomad. Yeah. Who's a great fucking guy? I was Who's going a that. great fucking guy? So you, you said you said about how much uh, fuck these people. Fuck these Who people. Who is a great fucking guy? Who's a great fucking it's guy? It's on you this week. You know what? I feel absolutely terrible because I'm I don't know his last I name. I didn't get to know these people well enough, and I feel absolutely terrible. But you, you know can what? Only pick one person. My great fucking guy is Patricia. Yeah, that a girl. We're Woo-hoo! gonna have to the next. So no, my great fucking guy is Patricia. Fuck you. So great fucking gal. The next part of this activity is now after we post. Let's this, find Patricia. After we post this, we're gonna have to hashtag find Patricia. No, well, we found Andy. No, where's we Patricia? found exactly. We found I Andy. Was so happy Waldo, I where's found Patricia? Andy. We found Andy. So now the next part is to find Patricia. Do you and, you know what oh my team, god! You know I so hope that her with? name is Patricia. Who was she, she with? was with a group of randos. Like she wasn't with a team. Oh god. Okay, we're gonna find her. I'm gonna post this. I'm gonna post this and we're gonna Maybe, find her. Uh, Everybody share. And you know what? And we're gonna let's let everyone her. know. Patricia's a great fucking guy. Yeah, yeah, you are. Why you hit me for? 
Yes, well, it's a statement. All right, so you gave it to me, and that's what I give you, Mitch. I love yeah. that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but Patricia is supposed to like win stuff now. She is. She's gonna get the best fucking package ever. Well, this has never stopped us before, guys. This so has never her. stopped us. You've before. never been. On everybody the share this. Before. Everybody like this. Everybody comment. <laughs> yes, it fucking is. You've never I'm been on the podcast before. Do your little closing ceremony, boo boo. Trees is a table slapper. I'm sorry. I'll never you brought me again. into this knowing that this I love happens. bringing her out and be like, do your little closing thing, boo boo. Like, hey, boo boo. Are you okay, boo boo? You okay, boo boo? She's like, she's like, I would like to never be on this again. What? Anyways, thank you very That's much, guys, thing. for joining us again. We found Andy, so we'll find Patricia. Patricia, you're the great fucking gal of the week. Fuck the yeah, girl. The bi-weekly podcast. Uh, thank you very much for everyone that tuned in. And ha- have a great fucking day. Have a great fucking day, guys and gals. A great fucking day. A great fucking day.